This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Morgan Freeman of Cactar, Selfane Siasi of Hyperion, and Blueberry Muffin Cake of Swagatonis. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. have a World of Warcraft account, do you? No, I have a life. Carlo. You won't get rid of me that easily. Ascalia. Uh, I really like the part where they talk about elephants doing it. Juxtaposition. Oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you thought that I think that I thought I was once. And Mika. Nerf this. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, Limit Break Radio, episode number 82. Thanks for joining us live here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Excited to be with you today because we have a full crew live in Eorzea today. I forgot how crowded it gets in here. Right? Poor Papa Woody is sitting in the corner again. He is. Fucking bullshit. Uh, he, you know, he had a, he had a good solid couple weeks of, yeah. of 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 a mic. That's way more than than Jux ever got before being initiated oh, as a host. I thought you were going to say that's way more than Jux has ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that's way more than Jux has ever contributed. Uh, so uh, and actually, Papa, I I think we read this email on the last episode, but there was a listener who complimented you and said that they wanted to hear way more of you in the show. So. Oh, thank you. That's not happening now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think uh, I think Kyle should have to earn his seat and microphone back. I think we should put Papa back in <laughs> back in that slot. Ah. Uh... Oh, do we have to introduce the guest host before he can speak? I maybe I don't know. Is that is that how we're is that what we're doing here today? I don't like this. I don't uh, want another little sibling. <laughs> I was getting used to being an only child. Uh, welcome to the show live here at Twitch.tv/LimitBreakRadio. Excited to have you along today. We got a lot to talk about, and again, like I said, we've got a full crew joining us today. Of course, juxtaposition and Escalia are regulars, and then <laughs> the people who actually show up. That's every week. right. That's right. And then we've got the people who have been playing hooky. Uh, Nika, welcome I back. One episode. Whatever. <laughs> it's one Whatever. episode too many. Welcome hey, back, asshole. Thank you. You guys suck. So uh, <laughs> the the chat wants to know how was your maternity leave. What? <laughs> uh, the chat was under the impression that you were away on maternity leave, and we may or may not have dissuaded that opinion. Uh, what? 
Just say it. Hey, um, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, I, I, all I'm doing is filtering the chat's questions to you. That's all I'm doing. Uh, I feel like it would be much more well-known if that was actually true. Uh, yeah. And probably would, longer than a week. You would think. <laughs> anyway. I'm glad I took all those child-grabbing classes. <laughs> uh, also joining us, uh, we've got uh, Kahlo. Welcome back. Hi. I really wanted to stay silent longer, so people were like, is he really there? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up? I'm Hi. Back. Hi. Welcome back. By the way, this is all an, uh, like a very intricate series of drops that we've pre-prepared for Kahlo. <laughs> this is Robo Kahlo. That was, that was an idea once. I was actually, <laughs> I was going to, if I had enough time, which God knows I never did, but I was going to go through old LBR episodes and cobble together a drop board of Kahlo sayings and phrases, and so we would have Robo Kahlo, who would Inter- interject every so often. All you need is Nutter's gonna nut. I think that's Nutter's gonna nut. <laughs> oh, it's it's back. It's making it come back, <laughs> kicking it from the back. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think that I think I had that one. That was the only one that I was able to find. Anyway. Welcome to uh, the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, thanks for uh, subscribing. Uh, maybe uh, consider if you listen on iTunes, leave us a little bit of uh, of, of a review over at iTunes. Uh, reviews help other people find the show, and uh, we would appreciate it if uh, you uh, left a review of the show. No matter what you think, good, bad, indifferent. We encourage you to uh, leave a review. Also, we are available on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. Uh, and uh, you can find all of that over at LimitBreakRadio.com. If you want to join us live in the studio, we are, of course, broadcasting live from Sergeant Tannis in the Goblet Fifth Ward, Plot 30. You can uh, come and hang out in the studio, wave at the camera, uh, or uh, take all your clothes off. I don't know. That's something that people... People do when they're in the studio for some reason I and dance on our tables that's right uh also uh make sure that if you are a reddit user i know that we probably don't have many of them that listen to this show anymore but mm. if you are a reddit user th- uh, make sure you go and subscribe to the lbr subreddit that's over at our uh limit break radio and uh we post there occasionally we haven't been too active on there but i think i think we would like to I- encourage uh our team to get a little bit more active but that was this was a reddit a subreddit that was formed by our fan base by uh our listeners so we made it uh well we we, didn't make it that's the point that's Uh, the best part so it's the only lbr thing i think that we didn't make yeah right still waiting on our wikipedia page that yeah we we don't have one of those we've been around for 10 years and we don't have a a wikipedia page we also don't have action figures uh yeah especially especially juxta doesn't have i know juxta whatever happened to your did you ever hear from that person about your action figure no no they were only making it for a class project i think weren't they so yeah, but we should still have seen it. Yeah, right? Like, fell off the face of the earth. Throw out the LBR signal. They were going <laughs> to... The LBR signal. The juxta signal. I thought they were going to, like, 3D print one. It looked like they had the model for it. Yeah, they were sending us pictures and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should try reaching out. 
Uh, of course, we are supported by your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, this week, actually, uh, a couple of days ago, we got our latest shipment of T-shirts. Yes. So the Patreon exclusive T-shirts are <laughs> Pop uh, is not excited about that. It means that we've created more work for Papa to do. Uh, but uh, yeah, make sure that uh, if you want to get a limit break radio T-shirt uh, to uh, head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio where we are currently sitting above two thousand dollars securing another month for final encounter cast thank you guys so much for your support uh with that 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 ensures that final encounter cast will be weekly for yet another month but uh we've we haven't actually discussed one of the things that we need to discuss internally i just realized this is the weekend that i'm going to be gone for alamo city comic-con i brought this up when me and jux were walking in i'm like so what do we plan on doing for the weekend that uh, Neo's in Alamo City? And he goes, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're on top of the ball, okay, though. Great. Don't worry. We're going to have to figure that out. But We've uh, done an episode without a Nero once. That's it, right. Yeah. It went, it, went, it went okay. Yeah, but you know what? I was there to lead it, and there's a good chance that I will probably have to work You do your job. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Nika, Juxta, and, and Scali. Do we, we, your job. We can do it. We got this. Well, you guys are going to have to figure out how to how to, how to call me because we're going to want to do like a, a live hit from Alamo City, right? No, like, we're going to enjoy a week away from you. Connection, yeah. Nero's yeah. uh, trying to call again, guys. <laughs> Just ignore him. <laughs> Block him, Block him on Skype. Speaking of Alamo City Comic Con, we are supported by Alamo City. Uh, the recently announced guests over there include Millie Bobby Brown, better known as Eleven on Stranger Things. William Zabka, a.k.a. Johnny of the Cobra Kai from The Karate Kid. You can get a duo photo op with him and Ralph Macchio. Sweep the leg! And uh, Jason Font, the uh, Red Ranger of Power Rangers Time Force. Also, other Power Ranger appearances include uh, MMA fighter uh, Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson. Singer-songwriter. Uh, uh, is, is that She right? has three released albums. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. indeed. No way! Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow, that's very impressive. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was a, a video went viral of her sometime last year. She was uh, had like a little sort of impromptu mini concert in, at some place in in Canada, and she was wearing like the the Pink Ranger getup and everything. Oh man, lose my mind. Oh yeah. dude, uh, I just got a bit of a fan boner there. Uh, anyway, other uh, prominent guests include David Ke- David Tennant, Karen Gillan, uh, Billy Piper. Of course, uh, a lot of people know them from Doctor Who. They're going to be doing a photo shoot. I think that's on Saturday. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Barenthal is also going to be there. Uh, we've also got uh, literally everyone's going to be there. Right? Yeah, everyone you know. In love. Sting, Peter Weller, uh, we mentioned Sting the wrestler or yes, the musician? The wrestler. Okay. John <laughs> John Barrowman, Summer Glau, uh, David Prouse, Billy D. Williams, Jeremy Bullock. Nate uh, Bender. Uh, yes, no, I no, no, am no. gonna be out there. Yes. No, he said no, that, that that's we know true. and love. That's true. Right, uh, but we just don't love you. Uh okay, great. Uh <laughs> Jason Muse. Tom Kenny, uh, Mr. Lawrence, uh, let's see, uh, Stephen Ogg, Ned Luke. Dean Kane, Margot Kidder, Christy Swanson, Mina 
Suvari, Chris Sabat, Sean Schimmel, uh, Joey Fatone. It is a crazy guest list. Guys, you can check all of that out over at AlamoCityComicCon.com. If you're in the area, we encourage you to stop by because, yes, like you mentioned, Aniro from Limit Break Radio, a.k.a. Nate Bender from Final Encountercast, is going to be out there as well. You can come meet me aka the a-list star that's right the, the, the a most, is for asshole that the reason that, that's the reason that they haven't announced me officially on the website <laughs> as a guest because they knew it would sell too many tickets they wanted to announce all of the you know like uh, uh, the, the 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 little guys first right let's wait till after all the hotel's cancellation dates have passed <laughs> and then we'll announce them wait are they going to announce you uh probably not. i doubt it <laughs> Really, Nika? <laughs> no, I mean we've been we've been uh, pushing for ticket sales every single week on our show, and we don't even get a little shout on their page as a guest. Uh, well, that's kind of how sponsorship works. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah they, pay, Boo! They, <laughs> they pay us money. That's how that works. Anyway, uh, so ElmoCityComicCon dot com uh, is the website to check out. All right, let's check out what's going on in FF fourteen news. This is a limit breaking news update. Well, this week we saw the release of the 3.4 per or 3 3. 3. This is this is 3.2. It's 3.4. It's 3.4. <laughs> nice job outline makers. I think we should go over the 3.2 patch notes. <laughs> <laughs> just just to confuse and upset everybody. It's on the outline. We have to follow it. That's right. Uh Diadem's coming out again. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, wow. anyway, patch 3.4. Uh, the preliminary patch notes for that uh, have dropped. You can check those out over at the Lodestone, but as we normally do, we'll give an opportunity to go through them now. Uh, starting off with the playable content, we're going to be seeing a whole bunch of new main scenario quests be added. Ten. Uh, ten in ten all. Wow. Which, um... Is that I, up two from last time? Was I it think eight last it time, is, I think it was eight last time, yeah. Cool. Uh, so that is hopefully uh, encouraging. A lot of question marks in there in terms of... Uh, Names no and stuff. Yeah, so uh, keeping that spoiler free, good on Square Enix. Uh, Chronicles, uh, new Chronicles of the New Era quests have been added. So uh, that is the final leg of Alexander, Alexander the Creator. Uh, so, He's like standing up now. Yeah, and also apparently the bubble bursts around him as well. So, uh, no, my Nintendo bubble. <laughs> I was like, unlike Nintendo, that bubble has burst. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of quests associated that associated with that, including maybe one of my favorite quest references ever: Bigs and Wedges, Wedge, excellent, excellent adventure. adventure. Oh my god, so I good. giggled really hard at that. That was I, I, yeah, that that definitely elicited a smile. But uh, other clever names include uh, the Coral and the Colossus. Uh, there's a Judgment Day in there. Uh, so the Spake Quick Thinks. Yeah. Okay. Is that supposed to, is that supposed to be something that I recognize? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just saying he's like he's a prophet. Just saying. All right. So uh, savage mode is also going to uh, be available. Cool. Uh, who lives? Who dies? Who retells your story? Uh, and you can unlock that at the Wandering Minstrel in Mordona. We're going to see the addition of the goddess. Yeah, she looks so cool. I want to shout out. Somebody please cosplay this for Fan Fest. It please. doesn't look too hard, and it's you've still got a few weeks. I would love to see. Oh this. my god! Do they have to like and cosplay like the, like the front like carriage thing with a face on it too? 
That would no, that, that would be, be too awful. hard. That would I don't know if you could do that in three weeks. But the rest of it, you just need like silver body paint and like a, a, a piece of string. <laughs> a piece of string. <laughs> yeah. You just want to see scantily clad girls. I'm not gonna lie. Is that <laughs> okay? Is, is, is there something wrong with that? No, nothing. No, not but a thing. But all the people she requesting so it, cool. it's Nika. Hey, okay, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> I love to see this kind of crap brought to life in cosplay because I'm a huge cosplay person. So I would love it if somebody would do it. I would love to see what they like do with the hair. Like what their take on the hair is. Yeah, that is so pretty. Insane. Insane. I was going to say, if you just take a trip down to your local deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so uh, there's a couple of uh, quests that go along with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, new side quests have also been added for the Scholasticate. We got four quests added to the Scholasticate. I'm actually excited. The story was cool, but we haven't had an update in literally a year. Why do you even bother? Over a year. Living. <laughs> uh, and we also get two new Hildebrand quests. Again, two. Just, Just two. stop. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're not going to attach any fights to it, it almost feels like strictly fan service. Why? And the second one is again question marked out, like for spoiler purposes. Yeah, because uh, spoilers. Well, we have a gazebo to call our own. Yeah, what's? Uh, is, yeah, is Hildebrand getting married in the first part? No, have you done the other ones? Yeah, no that, spoilers, Nika. Gazebo and have in uh, Idleshire where you like end up the, the yeah, last. Yeah, I know. Apparently, you get to. Call it your own now. It's my gazebo. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> so so if it's yours, does that mean that you can yell at people to get off your goddamn gazebo? God, please, yes. It's going to become an instance zone that you enter. <laughs> Everyone gets their own gazebo. Where you can set up, like, planted pots and stuff. And Yeah. Slash shout just goes, get off my goddamn gazebo! Goddamn kids! It's funny, this has special meaning for me because of the gazebo at KatsuCon becomes a contested space for cosplay photo shoots, and people have gotten gone so far as to cosplay the gazebo. So now that we're getting our own gazebo in 14, I don't know how I can handle this. Uh, that's just almost too meta for you me. Know, I think my, speaking of customization options, Juxta, I noticed you put up a message in the in the free company. <laughs> yeah, and and it's capitalized, so it's, he's emphasizing this that crafters need to send him a large aquarium <laughs> when the patch drops. <laughs> I want to see some fucking tiny ass one. Come on. Well, because especially because you can only place one. Yeah. That, I, which is... Mm, Doctor, that's great forethought on your part because you know the goldfish bowl was coming. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the question, Juxta. Everybody inundate him with just nothing but small fish tanks. You have to actually fish up the fish you, you buy them up put. the auction house. Uh, but you, have you seen the prices already skyrocketing? Like 200k of fish? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I've got a whole inventory full of them from my retainer. So. Yeah, but there's only like... They're only putting in like 13 or 14 I was say, fish. All of the fish that I've thrown away. No. There, there's certain ones and some fish like legendary fish. You can only catch like certain ways. And what if they bind on pickup? Oh, man. Okay. I, I need to get care. a Gugosaurus so I can get You're my You're going to have to fish to get us the good fish. No, we're going to appoint someone as uh, <laughs> the free company fisherman. And he's going to put the fish in the fish tank and then we're going to demote him. <laughs> Skuro. That sounds like a scrow job. Yeah, that definitely I thought like we fired him. Uh, I mm, 
every well, we, time we, you guys fire him, I have to rehire him so that our fucking clips on streaming get done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, it's the fall season, so we can hire him back on for the seasonal. Oh, we yeah. yeah. the summer intern. Okay, fall seasonal intern. That's true. Fall has started three days ago. The thing is, we just can't keep him employed for more than like 60 days or he can start collecting unemployment. Oh yeah. right, yeah, that's that's. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want to have to pay that. No, we no. don't. Yeah. He's not employed. He's oh yeah, that's right. We don't pay him. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah you're never paid him. Oh, that's okay. fine. Yeah, it's sixty percent of whatever we get paid. Exposure. <laughs> we we don't want you know him to get too full of himself. He gets paid in valuable confidence. valuable experience. Yes, the experience, experience and exposure. That's the best. So that's the best what you payment. That's your exactly what I call this. Yeah, valuable experience. That's right. Anybody By the way, drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do actually. <laughs> uh, so, uh, winky face. <laughs> that's a winky face. It yeah. sure did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, that it. happened. Oh my god. Uh, oh, why are you it. so angry? So we've got a new side story quest uh, for Great Google Library Hard. Uh, that's to unlock that. Also to unlock duels and Wondrous Tales. We've got uh, quests to unlock all of those. Uh, new Grand Company quests have been added. Ooh, Squadron, uh, Squadron and Commander, which is uh, across all three Grand companies there. Uh, the Don't lo- yay that, Nika. Oh, I was. I thought we were getting to the actual rank ups. That's not yet. Yeah, no. That I was excited about the rank ups. I don't know about the squadrons yet. Well, I was until I was told that it's just retainers. It really group like, retainers. And even it's even like, it's more like retainers in the way of like MGS Five was, where you have to make like a strategic group of people and send uh, them. On- oh no. my god! Strategic I made that. I made that comparison healer. last week, and I got made fun of. Well, really, no, it's exactly like that. Plus, also, what the, it also says that certain people will exhibit preference for being with others, ter- certain people on the squadron. So if you like parrot people that don't like each other, it's they still okay. Great. So that means they're not going to bring you back a chub. <laughs> That's a great point, Nick. I really like the contribution you've given. Us. Uh, <laughs> maybe you should go back on maternity leave. <laughs> Zing. Location of uh, certain NPCs for the uh, Moogle Beast Tribe quest from Lax to Max have been adjusted. Uh, new items can now be purchased from the Amulja, Exali, and Vanu Vanu Beast oh, Tribe. Okay vendors uh we've seen adjustments to treasure hunts the types of elegant tombstones obtained from wyvern skin and dragon skin treasure maps have been adjusted from esoterics to lore and from lore to scripture uh the following additions and adjustments have also been made to the aquapolis the rewards aquapolis. the awards <laughs> have been added and adjusted uh the types of elegant tombstones have changed from lore to scripture and the cutscene uh shows when doors unlock has been adjusted also new monster monster spawning patterns have been added that's cool maybe yeah, changing yeah. it up that's great i yeah. a dynamic system which i just i don't know i'd like to see more things like that that's kind of interesting uh grand company changes and yeah, players yeah. can now be promoted to first lieutenant in their what? respective grand companies that's good i completely Woo. forgot what rank i've been for the past forever max it's been whatever the yeah, yeah. exactly uh, one, once promoted the company seals cap will be increased from 50,000 to 80,000 company awesome. seals y- yay okay. yeah i have to spend seals just to just to keep it at cap 
So, uh, with the introduction of a new grand company rank, new items have been added to the grand company quartermasters, which you can uh, check out if you want to over at the Lodestone. Players can now take command of soldiers in their respective grand companies with adventure squadrons. After assembling a sufficient number of NPC recruits, players can deploy a squadron of soldiers on a special mission, uh, reaping rich rewards upon their successful okay, return. See, rich rewards these aren't pores <laughs> no fish coming back this time all right so so what uh but now we grade, want fish great grade five materia uh, that would be rich can, can you think of not for anything long it would else? be um, fish fish <laughs> yeah. yeah now the fish, fish for, yeah. the fish for the aquarium i like how I, I mean if you think about it square square enix did kind of like take a market that was pretty much completely <laughs> permanently dead since the beginning of the game and the like gave it gave it reason like they gave it they're like all right like let's give some people a, a reason to spend money here yeah uh which is kind of smart uh if, if you think about it but uh the requirements for undertaking these you got to be level 47 also uh store uh, like a personal officer personnel officer i think is the rank right it's uh, cool that you get like that a little the office. npc i think that's the npc right that's who you talk to yeah that's the npc so uh you can unlock it at the personnel officer and then uh managing at your squadrons recruit squadron members a squadron cannot be formed until you have at least four members this can be accomplished by completing objectives in your challenge log which will attract new recruits to join your squadron and uh, all enlistment papers received will be delivered to your desk inside the squadron barracks we get, awesome. a, we get a desk in the barracks like the more you complete challenge log the more they're like hey i want to work for that person that's kind of cool is this like are we actually just becoming like actual officers we get to do paperwork and stuff now oh boy <laughs> gotta, it's okay gotta... so for all the hate that everyone gives femrose i'm going to create oh, an equal God. opportunity oh. femrose squadron Mute. and we're gonna kick how out. is that equal opportunity <laughs> if it's femrose only you know that that's nobody just... hires femrose this is a safe space for femrose but that that's affirmative mean, action <laughs> not equal opportunity <laughs> We need a safe space too. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna laugh so hard if there's not actually any femoral characters. Oh, there's, I hope there's okay, only there's, three. There's Please only be three. Example. There was one in the example. Her name's Ingle Swiss. <laughs> oh my god! I, please let there only be three. When a potential recruit piques your interest, select the question. Select question when viewing their enlistment papers and call them into the barracks to view their profile. If they're taken, if uh, they are to your satisfaction, you can recruit them to join your squadron. The barracks has room for eight soldiers. If you have reached this limit and wish to enlist new recruits, you must first discharge one of the existing squadron. Wait, listen, we'd like, we'd like to calling them in for an interview and then saying, uh, yes, we hire you or no, we hate you. We'd, uh, we'd like to recognize your contributions. Unfortunately, we just feel like we're moving in a different direction at this time. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah, we're thinking of taking this in a more dark night tank direction as opposed to a warrior tank direction so your services are no longer needed uh you may also uh choose to uh, postpone a potential recruits enlistment or dismiss them when reviewing their papers please note that if you postpone enlistment you cannot review the next application until you choose to accept or dismiss the current applicant i'm not sure that's how actual like uh Recruiting, hiring. Yeah, so, hiring works. Yeah, no, I don't think it is, but uh, whatever. So yes I no, like the option to throw them into, like, 
a fight club little arena with like one or two weapons <laughs> and be like, yep, you know what? The last two surviving get the position. Let's go. Unfortunately, there's only one position available, so we're going to have tryouts. Uh, so to train your recruits after assembling your first squadron, they must undertake the introductory mission City Patrol. After successfully completing this mission, they may undertake training courses posted to the regiment board. Training courses will provide increases to the squadron's overall physical, mental, and tactical abilities. The focus on which attribute is improved varies from course to course, and you are free to concentrate on areas in which you, you wish your squadron to excel. Nate, is, is this Pokemon? No. What? Are, are, are we collecting and training Pokemon? Is that what's going on here? No. No? Are you sure? No. At least this is more in-depth than retainers are. Hmm. Each training course takes one hour to complete. Uh, when a training course is complete, all recruits present in the barracks will receive experience points and the squadron's overall attributes will increase. Uh, to deploy your squadrons when your squadron is amply prepared, speak with the squadron sergeant to deploy them on a mission. Be advised that deploying your squadron requires an expenditure of company seals with costs increasing as missions difficulty increases. So make sure you have them order resources. Furthermore, each mission has a minimum level requirement. At least one member of the squadron must meet this level requirement to proceed. Uh, missions will require 18 hours Earth time to complete. The time remaining until a mission is completed can be viewed by opening the timers interface located in the duty main menu. Uh, when a squadron returns from mission, you can uh, speak with the squadron sergeant to review a mission debriefing outlining squadron performance. If the mission is a success, squadron members will receive experience points based on the mission's difficulty. There is also a chance squadron members will exhibit a uh, preference for a certain squadron composition. This is known as squadron chemistry. And no fraternization within the squadron. AKA these two people are banging and these two people hate each other. And it can affect the outcome of missions by improving attributes or increasing their experience earned. Well, it's his penis and he can do whatever he wants with it. The mission, if the mission ends in failure, squadron members will receive half the basic reward of experience. Points. And she you get know, twice as much experience. You learn more from failing. You know, actually, that's. I, I was planning kind of on point. having an entire squadron of chicks, but you know what happens when you throw too many girls into a room together? It's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm going to start hating each other. And they'll I never tell you that's you. true. And they'll never actually complete anything. You don't have to tell me that's true, Nika. I know it's true. Uh, all right. So, uh, Kahlo, do you want to talk yeah. about housing here? Housing. Ooh. So, we're finally getting our apartments. <laughs> Hooray, pores. Wait, was that sarcasm? Way oh. to go. They're finally turning auto demolition back on. Yeah. So I didn't um, realize it was turned off. Yeah, it's been off since, like, the holiday season, right? Yeah, it's been off for a while. Uh, the interior, flooring, and ceiling lights of the apartments can all be customized in the same way as the estate halls. However, you cannot enable estate sharing with apartments. Uh, further, that bothers me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, pores. <laughs> further, uh, they are also not subject to the auto demolition. So, enjoy your welfare rooms. <laughs> Within the mist, you, you have... You have your own house, Nero. No, I have a company house. That is I'm sitting house. in our house. It's a combination of everyone's effort. That wasn't your purchase. This apartment is for oh, one person. I, I'm, I'm sorry. A combination of everyone's effort. Do you remember <laughs> remember how much you donated? 
I did one mil. <laughs> one mil. One mil. Wow. Out of like a mm. hundred. Wow. One mil. I contributed. Here's the thing though. It still says Limit Break Radio on the front. It should be Limit Break Radio, except Nika in parentheses. <laughs> that can be arranged. I'm going to buy an apartment and none of you guys are welcome. No femoros. No one That's wants to fine. go. Who wants to go to your fucking apartment? No one, dude, no one wants to go to your rent controlled property, okay? <laughs> no one cares. Good job. Nika. I hope decorate it with all with with a with a really fancy aquarium. Still, no one will give a fuck. Oh my fuck. gosh. Can we bring back the Gill Casinos from 11 and just shot them outside apartments? Make it the biggest slum we can. Nick is totally gonna throw like a little dinner party, and like Ryuichi's gonna show up. That's it. Ooh. Oh, woof. Ooh. Ow. So uh, I like how on the map too, the apartments are just way over to the side there, away from all of like the houses. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason. Put the poor people in a section Give for them themselves. The, the mountains and the valley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go <laughs> to the, literally across the bridge. Go to the fucking le- go lavender to the, beds. The slums of Top Mass. The other, the other two are. Then uh, at the lavender beds, we had the ghetto of Lily Hills. <laughs> and uh, at the goblet, we had the Sultana's breath. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Enjoy, so enjoy your projects. <laughs> the, there you go. The projects of the Sultana's breath. An apartment building is available in every ward in the three residential districts with a second apartment building available in each subdivision. Uh, each apartment building also contains a lobby where players can uh, engage in fights. <laughs> they can sell drugs to each other, exchange food stamps. <laughs> This hey, you know what they should do? This is where they should put uh, NPCs to distribute welfare tome gear. <laughs> oh no! I just realized that my house on uh, on Balmung is right down the street from the Sultana. Oh, you know what? oh. we're literally the next house down. <laughs> that, oh, that, we're gonna have value. to move. Yeah, yeah, that just drove your property value down oh, by a lot. We're not gonna be able to sell that for a million gil. Nope. Oh, that's terrible. Nope. Yeah. Uh, suddenly, you're gonna see that all of the plots around <laughs> that that are like right next to the apartments, the apart, the the oh. well, the projects. The all they're all gonna start becoming a abandoned like it's good that yeah right like windows are all boarded up suddenly overgrown front lawns it's a good place for the femros to congregate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, don't worry guys our free company house is almost as far away as you can possibly be from the apartments yeah yeah there's a we we knew the Mm -hmm. square enix told us in fact i bet we could also set up a gate guard just in case that's probably a good idea oh my Uh, god we are a gated community now yeah uh, uh, purchasing an apartment. Oh, here it comes. Before purchasing an apartment, you must attain level 50 with at least one class. Oh, wow. Furthermore, but you here. must have attained the rank of second lieutenant. And then each apartment building can house up to 90 tenants with each room costing 500,000 gil. That is half a mil. <laughs> and players are allowed one apartment per character. It is possible to own both an estate and an apartment. Yeah, for when you get in a fight with your virtual wife and you have to go sleep in the apartment for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) 
Players can place up to 50 furnishings in an apartment. As with oh, free company honey. and personal estates, players are able to use all housing-specific features, such as flower pots, the orchestrion, the armoire, the crystal bell, summoning bells, and the employ of NPCs. Except you won't have any room to put all that stuff in there with your 50 furnishings. But you're going to employ NPCs in your apartment? I feel like... You don't have the money to employ anyone. <laughs> no, I just feel like if you're going to... I understand having, like, servants in a mansion, but if you're, like... Uh, Nika, look, if you're going to, like, abuse the poor and extort them. You're not going to do it yourself. Come no, on. I'm just thinking You're going to hire drug dealers for yourself to go there and sell things. They're going to be cramming 12 people into those apartments anyway. Yeah. Right. Yes. I don't know. Just think about I don't I, don't, I just can't imagine like actually having employees in like a two-room apartment. I just don't see Well, they're that. 12-room apartments. That's where you're mistaken. Now, now, hang on. Can we, can we just clarify something? If we're creating FF14 canon here, which we are, I'm not disputing that, uh, but if we're creating FF14 canon here, why don't we go back and, and just say the Sultana's Breath, in comparison, that's like condos. Like, that's where, if you're going to buy, that's the good place to buy yeah right it's named like, after the sultana that's right it's in the windmill that yeah yeah we've got yeah, the windmill's pretty sweet exactly oh exactly. good my property values won't be so destroyed that's right yes so now, now the the there we lily go. beds on the other hand like that seems to me like it's sort of like a middle class uh Ooh. brothel <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. That place looks like it was built on the cheap. Mm-hmm. That place yeah. is coming down on the first stiff breeze. Uh, they're using the the wall, the the cliff sides as part of the wall. So it's not coming down. That's a pretty stable fortress. You know, when when <laughs> well, the when the housing gets invaded by the Garleans, the people in the apartments will be safe in the hill, and everyone else will be dead. Yeah, I'm just ex- saying, one dropped match, and that place is coming down. <laughs> well, think about it during uh, rainstorms. That's that's going to cause mudslides. You're going to have dirt and grime and all kinds of awful stuff oh, coming God. into your yeah, walls. Yeah, that's going to imagine be the woods swell. Like it's going to swell against those rocks and break. And Carbon then monoxide warning. Well, hey, and then the 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 top mast. That's like trailer park. That's it. At least Tra- it's made of concrete. Right. I, yeah. I mean, imagine walking into the office. There's the single desk. It's made of like white marble. How is that? Yeah, it's It's white now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You think you're going to maintain that? Come on. In five years, that is just going to be like stained lime green. I I lived in in an apartment complex that was kind of like that where you pulled up and you were like, oh, this is kind of nice. And you walked inside and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, we we got to keep the fedros in there some way. (laughs) That's right. The gate's keeping people in. That's right. No, usually gated communities are much safer. Uh, for the people outside. Yes, we're safe from them. <laughs> Each apartment building also includes a chocobo stable, which is shared by all tenants. Here, players can train their chocobos, change their color, and also assist in training other tenants' chocobos. So now you can have complete strangers feeding your chocobos. <laughs> yeah, can, does that mean? Things. Does that mean? Does that mean strangers can like change the color of your chocobo? No, not the. I don't think so. Not the you color, can, but they can feed them. Oh. You can. Tra- because you can train chocobos in free company stables too. Okay. You actually get achievements and stuff for feeding other people's chocobos. So and we're they just going to have dozens of rampant chocobos wandering around the, the Feral front chocobo population. <laughs> I mean, that'll, least, be, that'll be nice for about two months and then whoever manages the chocobo stables will get fired or quit <laughs> later, or they'll find them smoking crack or something. Overfeeding the chocobos now they're obese. <laughs> Abusing chocobos everywhere. Abusing the chocobos. You can have people kidnapping chocobos and suddenly a, uh, <laughs> a 
fried chocobo place opens up next door. <laughs> oh no. Okay, we've we've taken this a little far. Okay, new furnishings <laughs> has been added. All right, now this first picture, what's the furnishing? Is it the rock, the tree, or the, the, the tree. leaves on the, the ground? The tree and the leaves. It's like an oh, autumn tree with leaves that fall on the ground. Actually, it looks like it can uh, place leaves on the ground wherever you want. It does look like that. Yeah. So How now exciting. we're going to have our... We Great, can clean now we the leaves. To... We're going to rake up a pile and run and jump. All right, Skuro, you're in charge of raking leaves. <laughs> uh, and Calcabrina dolls, I can't wait till someone makes a room that is full of nothing but these dolls just staring into your soul. That's going to be our, our uh, stream area one day. We absolutely need to get those dolls. Like, that is something that we need to have behind us. Those are going in the Skuro room. <laughs> yes. We've also added uh, trophies for season one. No, Lone they added Wolf trophy the in, Oh, did they? Yeah, they put a glow on Oh, yeah, on graphical them. effects have been added. They're All pretty right, cool. cool. That's cool. Bad. Yeah. I mean, that if you walk in the house, they actually stand out. Yeah. So yeah, the three it, people can look at those and be happy. It actually draws your eye to them, yeah. Aquariums have been added. <laughs> Woo! Look how big that aquarium is. It's so yep, cool. There are uh, various pretty, sizes, pretty and awesome. you can catch fish, as we mentioned earlier, to put them in there. There's a list of which fish can be caught and put in. Uh, when preparing an aquarium for fish, players can choose the type of water to fill the tank with, as well as adding accessories for decorations. Toilet water. <laughs> That's yes. apartments only. Toilet water, yeah. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, water accessory, fish. Uh, so, some of the stuff that can be put in there copperfish, tricolored carp, dark bass, blah, 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 blah. But not chubs. No chubs. Why can't Unless I put my in, chub in there? <laughs> chubs are under the sea. For yeah. blatantly obvious reasons, yeah. I think. Uh, that's. Oh, just that's abusing animals. That's Justa, why you only requested a large aquarium. There's an extra large aquarium. Oh no! <laughs> I didn't even send your large aquariums. Large, Justa. extra, extra large. Um, there's actually a pretty big jump too. Four fish in the large, seven, seven. fish in the extra large. Yeah. yeah. What's the purpose behind limiting to one though? Is it just to control the market or what? I think they just don't want like everyone's house to be completely filled with aquariums. Well, who cares? That's not up to them. <laughs> it's not up to them. <laughs> it if I want five Fair aquariums point. because I like fish, then God damn it, give me five aquariums. I wonder if it's a, a the project processing thing. Is it a processing thing where they like don't want to have to control the P- PS4 fish moving around? What we need, we should be able to make the walls in our room aquarium walls. That's yeah. what we should be able to do. That would be awesome. That's the goal. Yeah, that's the dream. That would be awesome. Floor and ceiling too. Just live in an aquarium. <laughs> Uh, new orchestrian roles have been added. A tooltip has been added to display the title of songs that appear cut off. A playlist <laughs> function has been added to the orchestrian. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got. Playback modes. There's play all. There's shuffle. There's repeat. So, okay, we now have our, our media player in the game. <laughs> yep. Uh, the title of the songs you have yet to acquire will now be displayed in the orchestrating list. That's cool. Oh, thank goodness. I, I thank just, goodness for my OCD. I, I would like I, like a, a small request. This was something that was in... Uh, I've seen this in other MMO games. But, I mean, like, they could j- literally take the UI that they've built for the Orchestrian playlist and put, like, an MP3... Play, an in-client MP3 player using the exact same... The exact same uh, uh, menu. That'd be super cool. That would be awesome. I would be totally into that. But be one last thing that I have to run. But resources out of. Mm. But that would be like fourth wall breaking. Wait, well, well, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be able to be an MP3 player. It would have to be like a crystal that would echo with the sounds of the oh music. Oh my gosh. What kind of, I hate all of you. What kind of in-lore reasons would there be for your character to be listening to what does the fox oh, say? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, link shell, a link shell that you can hook up 
to like the it's it's not a radio station. It's like a person on the other end. It's, yes, it's, let's just spend three months developing this concept instead of anything worthwhile playing. I am totally you, down though. You know they probably would though. I know who let the rose out. <laughs> who, who who what? Who let the rose out? Hey, the Mikote are the animals. Seriously, who let them out of their fucking gate? <laughs> Put them back in their gated community. Papa's not doing his job as gate guard. <laughs> At least use them to rake up all these damn leaves. <laughs> um, I like playing in leaves. Thank you. List of furnishings that previously would be destroyed when removed no longer do. So thanks, Square Enix. That was always cool. Good tech. Yeah, like that was the stupidest thing. Like, you move something, you're like, nope, it's gone. Sorry. Yeah, that was pretty frustrating. Uh, some new shit has been added to flower pots and seeds that nobody cares about. Uh, we can... Oh, you can now place materia melders in your estate. That's actually kind of cool. Yay. Yay. Uh, level good. 6 ethereal wheel stand has been added. A compact. Compact one. Oh. It's smaller. a big giant ass one that takes up so much space. Now you have, like, a little cabinet. For the, uh, for the projects. I forget what this does. What does that do again? It lets you get uh, bigger buffs that you can only get you through the wheel. Bo- yeah, bonuses to your company buffs. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And uh, the most important thing. Oh, jeez. Juxta, I swear to God, if I ever log on and see oh, this. Are you not excited about I will walk Ow. into your room and I will choke you to death. Kyle, I know you haven't been here in a bit, but last week we covered this. Yeah, we talked and about And I'm sorry to tell you that he has full on every intention of having this. I think we need to like. kick him from the free company. I was going to say, just remember, I'm actually the one that is free company leader. I yeah. can take all of those permissions away from him. Well, you're going to have to because otherwise we're going to have a Chocobo house. Yeah. Chocobo house, Chocobo cottage wall, Chocobo mansion wall. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm awesome. on your side. I'm down. No. Are you, are you on my side, Nika? No. Well, congratulations. Nika doesn't have any permissions either because she's not even in the fucking free company. Um, I am and my alt. You're fucking alt. Get out of here. The only thing I want of those is the little archway over the way in. That I don't mind. We the can rest do of that. it's ridiculous. It's it's wonderful. The archway is the only okay thing, but the yeah. gigantic chocobo coming out of the top. <laughs> it looks like some Chuck E. Cheese ripoff. <laughs> Come to chocobo room. cheese. Five nights at free companies. And just look out over the world on top of a chocobo head. No, yeah. that you know what that is? That's the that's the fried chocobo uh, stand. <laughs> that's what it is. That oh makes sense. God. You're right. In, in the city that I live in, we have a place called Atomic Chicken that is literally just a building with a humongous plaster chicken sitting on top so of it. So that's going to go up right next to the top mass for the row community. <laughs> <laughs> the triple triad battle hall has been added. <laughs> this is kind of cool. Uh, is it? Is it? You know, yes, idiot. people do actually play triple triad <laughs> and for the tournaments, this might actually be used. Okay. But if you want to cheese your score, you're still going to play against people who just let you win. So Yeah. But, I mean, it is cool if you, you want to. There are a lot of people that look for people to play. Like, I've actually spent time saying, who wants to play with me? And, like, nobody does. So there are, like, people. That actually has nothing to do with Triple Triad and everything to do with you and where you live. <laughs> What? In the top mast. Where I live. I don't live anywhere. Um, <laughs> exactly. She's home. I know. Yeah. That's why you're killing apartments. I live with Saren in his house in the goblet. Torkoal rallied asking in the chat. Juxtapositions LBR for a school for ephemeros who can't read good. I want to learn how to do other things good too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've added some triple triad cards. Uh, in LBR hype. Much less than three. <laughs> 
Thank, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Chili. Much less than th- so. It was I was like gonna one? say the, the hype is less than much less than three. <laughs> There's no hype. That's a heart. That's an it's emotional heart. heart. We, we know. So, okay. Idiots. All right. Um, they've started to include the the Scion's new looks in the cards. We have uh, alternate look Ishtola and Thancred there. It's kind of cool, I guess. Is that um, a completely separate card? Or yeah, oh, yeah. Those, okay. those are new cards. Mm-hmm. Yep, they have new clothes. Oh, so it's like it's like a second edition. Yeah, version. there you okay, go. All right, yeah. they have a different subtitle. Oh god, beta's coming out. Everyone, hang on to your alpha versions. They're gonna be worth tons of money. Uh. New cards have been added to the bronze uh, triad card packs. The Moogle card and Moglin card are now classified as beastman type, and there have been oh, new wait, NPCs wait. added to play. And Look, I'm oh, going to I'm going to I'm going to mention this next part just so I can rage about something. So oh. all right. Players can now register to play Lords of Dominion via the Duty Finder, yes. right? But you can actually specifically queue <laughs> for Lords of Dominion player battles role play. Yes. Like there what? are people who what? role play out their Lords of Dominion? No. Where does it say that? Uh, challenge. Lords of Dominion player battles RP and RP. What? Oh my god. All right. I love you. I don't know how prominent that is. I have like I have a character on I'm, I'm I have a character on Balmung and I've never seen this. I was going to say you know what that is? That there is like the <laughs> sub area. That is where all the ERPing goes on. Never queue I, for that. That is your <laughs> slut roulette right there, guys. Oh, I've never heard of this. Yeah. I love the smell of queen. Okay, the chat is morning. correcting us. It's it's ranked points and non-ranked points. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> right, is Anero, you can come back. back. <laughs> Anero just walked into his room, probably to commit suicide. <laughs> Papa, you better go and stop him. Hurry before he drinks yeah. the bleach. He's beaten off. I don't want to walk in on that. Why would he go in his room to beat off the role-playing Lords of Verminia? Yeah, he does that in here. <laughs> right in that chair over there. I have never oh been more because, disappointed. Like, that, you have to be not in a party to do the ranked one. That makes sense. Oh, it's ranked points and not ranked. That's no, so much better. It's just like the glory hole of RP. I, like I mean, even in the chat, they're like, I'm an RPer and even that scared me. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay, that's still garbage, but it's so much better. Why do we need a ranking system for Lords of Verminion? Yeah, who, now we can find out who's ranked first and who's ranked second. Tournament. So that means you can play and um, play against people just to practice without getting the ranks for the tournaments. Or still, it's terrible. We found out that that RP means ranked points, not. Oh, role thank play. God. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's ranked and unranked. Okay. Uh, it's still garbage, but I'm significantly so less. Right. Yeah. Players may now purchase three jumbo cackpot tickets per week, so your uh, chances just tripled to win nothing. I can lose three <laughs> times as much every week. I can forget to purchase three things every week. All right, cool. <laughs> A summoning bell has been placed next to the gold saucer. Aetherite and the race counter at the Chocobo Square. Mm, okay. New prizes are also available for purchase using MGP. What, what do you guys think that? of this Chocobo barding? It looks. I'm trying to figure out its like inspiration. I was gonna say yeah, it's definitely it's a, a bonnet. bonnet. It's like the Wild West. It's like it is like the Wild West. You're right. Yeah. Why is it in the snow? I, I kind of like everything but the bonnet. The bonnet looks stupid. Actually, I like the bonnet. I don't understand the shirt. It's a female Chocobo. You ass. Hey, yeah. females wear the bonnet. Excuse me. Are you assuming that Chocobo's gender? <laughs> yeah, what if you wanted to wear it? It is. It's cl- <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what? You know, no, no, no. You know what I just realized? That that looks vaguely Native American. That is culturally offensive. That it, Square Enix, you need to take this barding out of the game. Assholes. Pilgrim joke. No, I know. It looks like a hate speech. Isn't going to fly here, bro. I know. It's just 
<laughs> just uh, being a dick. Wondrous Tales has been added. Oh, and, and the, the, this is good. Tales is in like the tale of an animal. Actually, this sounds really interesting. Once I actually like, yeah, when I read about it, it wasn't so bad. Chloe Aliapo fears her stories are not quite what they used to be, as they no longer seem to lift the spirits of her troubled friend. Oh no! Go, is, is Fuck that, yourself, Chloe. Is her, that tra- your sp- her troubled friend is that one uh, Mikote child who's always crying. You know what? Maybe if she'd put out a little bit. Take up Chloe's journal, The Wondrous She's Tales. She's like 13 at the most. Hey, we have no idea how Mikote's age. This is Kahlo. This is Kahlo. Oh, shit. That's fair Kahlo. enough. Kahlo. Right. I was going to say, is Chloe your, your pen name, Kahlo? Taking and up your stories? fill it with pages of your own adventures that she might be inspired to write new stories of her own. She wants to plagiarize us. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, so it's called inspiration. One of the many people that want to plagiarize us. Ah, I see what you did there. So you go and you talk to her, you get your journal, and apparently completing the objectives within your journal, so it's fucking books again. But but it's different. Okay, so it, the, yeah. you look at the book. There's 16 objectives, and at random you'll get nine seals out of the 16. And depending on where they land in the book, if you if, if it's like um, slot Bingo. machines, if you get them in a row, then you get prizes. A slot machine? What kind? What What are the prizes yeah. though? Okay, so if you look, if you get nine for there all nine seals, you like get tomes. Bingo. For one seal, you get like tome and some kind of. Or, or some kind of um, dark matter. piece. And this, if you get two lines in a row, you get a minion, like the new Thancred minion looks like, and three lines is just is gear. If you get three lines in a row, that's gear. What and kind of gear, thing, though? I, I don't know. There's a green Crafted piece of gear. 250 gear. gear. There's also a blue piece of gear. That has up to two to five materia slots on it. And All right, cool, maybe. I'm just saying. Uh, Serious. The cool really? thing is, too, yeah. is that if you take new people in with you, you get a special kind of, like, seal for helping new people. Right. What yep. the actual fuck Scoro was banned, it made me happy. Why ISNT Scoro banned anymore? <laughs> uh, we had to hire him on as our fall seasonal intern. It, it turns it fall. <laughs> because we don't want to do any more work. Yeah, right. Anyway, for you, so you get tokens for helping new people, and with those new people tokens, you can actually shuffle around the seals and try to make them in a row, or you can take one objective that's maybe, like, you didn't get a seal for but it would complete your row and you can make it undone so you can try it again and try to get the seal for it yep. all right except the seals are random th- yeah. this this sounds kind of cool but again it's gonna come down to what rewards are they actually I mean, it looks cool if you them. look at it it's, it looks like you get a minion you get gear so if the gear is good i mean look that that 500 tomes for nine seals that's pretty good i don't that like all right what whatever the gear is it just, it just depends. We're gonna have to wait and see. But all right, in concept, sure, I like the idea. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bonus for doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Yep, and it's a bonus for helping new people because you actually get to shuffle around the seals and try to get better. Yeah, and you get you get rewards for new people. Right, you get a reward you can't get otherwise for helping newbies. Yep. This is kind of dumb. How it like. You only get like the one reward. So if you get two lines, you don't get the one line and you get, nine seals. Yeah, you don't get all of them. That's kind of stupid. What if I want the one above it? What if I want the one above it? Why would you want that? No, because the minion is the... What if I already have the minion? Then you can... We don't know that the rewards are the same every week. And you can get the one above it by doing less work. Yeah, less work the next time. There you go. Added a few new objectives, one of which actually seems kind of of big and broken. Uh, Win three triple triad matches in the battle hall and you get... 3,000 MGP. That's a pretty good little boost there. Hmm. Yeah, you get a lot of MGP just for playing Triple Triad. I know. It's pretty awesome. Just in general already. Uh, certain foods and medicines can be used while riding a mount. New hairstyles have been added. Uh, I hear that these hairstyles are all going to be both gendered. Do we know if that's true? Uh, no based on their appearance, I would guess probably, yeah. Yeah. I, they I, look like they'll be both. I think they could, you know, 
swing both ways. I'd like to see uh, Nika sporting that mullet there, the third one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what that would look oh, like. Uh, Nero, if you do not get that mullet, then I'm your love of getting your salad is gone. I might. I might. You'd have yeah. to actually take your face off, though. It is a little bit. Like, the thing is, though, is it's, it's like not. Nicolas Cage. It's not quite. <laughs> It's not quite a genuine. It's actually pretty good for you. I'm gonna give you props for that one. <laughs> it's not I mean, quite. It's not quite a genuine mullet. I mean, it is a mullet, but it's also got that like hipster almost, shaved yeah. side to it's the thing like to it. It's almost like an afro without it being spiked. Not an afro, a mohawk, mohawk without it yeah. being spiked up. So it's like a faux hawk mullet, a faux hawk. Like the fact that it kind of looks like an unspiked. Uh, uh, mohawk is kind of why I like it. Like I actually, yeah. that's one of the first hairstyles that they've added where I was like. I may have to play around with that. Is the first one... Doesn't that look like Noctis's hair? Or am I making that up? No, that sort of... Well, I mean, it looks very FF15-ish uh, overall. Like, generic anime hair in number 75. Actually, yeah. Let's let's just <laughs> let's be on it. I mean, like, if you're talking about Noctis's hair, you are talking about generic anime hair number 75. So Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, some new emotes. Looks like it's one of them, like, praying or, or begging. That's face-palming. Oh, is oh, that what is that it? is? That's for that's... when Skiro's around. Oh, good. No, that second one, you're just, he's like crying into his hand. Yeah. Yeah, that's facepalm. That's like a double facepalm. Slash Skiro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's get him added as an emote. That would be great. Slash Skiro, you just cut your wrist open. <laughs> <laughs> Deletes all your character data. Skiro oh pops up and you cut him. <laughs> you go to the Garlean space station. Oh. The Doze emote can now be used to sleep on furniture in the following locations. Inns, beds, and Costa del Sol beach pits. Okay. That's, I, I'm totally stoked for that. Um, that's going to be like my new idle place when I'm not around. I'm just going to go lay on the beds. Nobody so wants all the time. <laughs> Please make sure you're still wearing full armor. Fuck that. We just see Nika dozing off on the, on the porch of the apartment complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, okay. The prey emote can now be used when sitting on the ground, sitting in chairs, and when riding mounts. And I love that they then also have to say, but no change has been made to it while you're standing. <laughs> that remains the same. Good to know. It, it looks I was nervous. cool, though, actually, like that you can do it on a mount. I don't know. I think it's a nice change. Uh, apparently, the male Highlanders pose emote has changed. Because um, everybody's origi- getting their flex Hildebrand emote. Yeah, so the original pose emote motion will now be used with the new flex emote, which can be used by all races. But they didn't show us what the new Highlander pose is going to look like. It's a mystery. Using the Huzzah Battle Stance or Victory emotes while your weapon is drawn will automatically sheath your weapon when the emote animation ends. <laughs> Great. New structures have been added to Idly Shire. This is always my favorite part of updates. It is. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I can't wait to just kind of like run around for a little bit. Yep. Uh, and her fucking NPCs have been changed. As Your a result, Sabina, Hismina, Bertana, and Rowena have all changed where they are, are going. Just in the, by the way, in the uh, screenshot that they provided, it looks like a lot of the internal structures for Idly Shire have been finished. Yeah, like there's like yeah. roofs and right stuff now. now. Yeah, the the wall looks pretty complete. Yeah, you can still see like the scaffolding like way in the back there. So it looks like maybe that back corner is still under construction. But yeah. everything else appears done. Yeah, yeah, exciting. I wish they'd get rid of all that goblin shit though. Yeah, no, you know what? You know what? All of this stuff has gone on, and the aetherite is still just on a wooden platform made out of pallets. Aetherite's <laughs> broken. Can't they fix it somehow? Is it broken? Yeah, it's, it's cut off. It's, it's chopped in half. Look at it. No, there's been all kinds of different ones. Not necessarily all of them are all like 
super pointy on the top and the bottom. I mean, now, this, okay, but this think one of the Vanu Vanu ones. Those are just like fat how, crystals. These are ruins that the goblins have started to rebuild on. It's definitely broken. It like, still fucking works. What more do you want? For now. Yeah, but now we're going to have all these femros coming and using them all the time? It gets all the energy drained from so many people teleporting here, they need to fix it. That's why we keep them behind the gates. Yeah, I got news for you. I've been on Sargatanas. It ain't getting drained from too many people showing up in Idleshire. <laughs> there is no concern of that. Aren't there, hang on, aren't there other Aetherites that look similar to that? I thought there was. I thought that there unique. were too. In the dragon areas and stuff in Heaven's Lord, I think there are. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's just based on like some locations. I think the ones in... No, I think it's because this entire area has been ravaged and beaten up. No, 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 no. The, the Charleans, they created Aetherites in that one structure that's taken over by the goblins mm-hmm. in the hinterlands you can actually see where they're manufacturing the aetherites so what i think was that this is probably a like a more effective a, a, like a more a, an earlier one. version of it a less refined version but still very functional i think what it is i think it's a more efficient version because i think they were they were tolling out these giant crystals and some guys like why don't we just cut them in half and then we'll have twice as many aetherites you're just making this shit up because now we have half as much efficiency <laughs> No, I mean, I guess if it's a rough edge before they had all the tools to create the beautiful, sleek ones of the other lands. I, I uh, yeah, I, I think that it was an earlier design, and that it the the technology sort of penetrated out from the well, hinterlands. We're, we're due for an upgrade, then, Rowena. Stop building your mansion and give us a, a decent aetherite. All right, I think that we should have the girl read some now. So, Callie. All right. So we got some adjustments to the battle system. Starting off with Paladin Sword Oath. Uh, potency has been changed. Wait, from- I already read this one. <laughs> Paladin's getting a Sword Oath change. Yeah. <laughs> potency oh increase from 50 to 75. Although I don't quite understand what weapon delay will now affect damage output, like only for Paladins or for everybody. No, for it. Sword Oath. Before what, you got. Not, did it not affect it at all before? I Be- guess not. Maybe before it must have just been the straight 50 potency no matter what. Yeah. The base potency is now 75, but your weapon delay will affect it. So a longer weapon delay probably means that more damage. More damage. And if you have a shorter weapon delay, then you get less damage. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Can I read Dark Knight or do you want to keep going? No, you can. I just want to read Paladin. Well, hold on. Anira, did you want to read Dark Knight? No, I don't because it's PvP changes and nobody gives a shit. Um, Unleash now binds enemy for six seconds in (laughs) PvP areas. Auto attack will stop when this action is used. That's actually kind of cool. I guess. Machinist I mean, reload. Uh, doing now, PvP. Reload now remains in effect until all ammunition is used. That's actually an awesome change. That is machinist. actually a pretty good change. Like, you know, the other, like, uh, other yeah, jobs, you can happy. just give stacks and they, they stay. But for this one, it's like, nope, you only have 30 seconds to use all five of your ammo. Too bad if it wears off. Because that makes sense conceptually. Oh, I reloaded my gun. It just falls out. <laughs> well, if you're using aether bullets, maybe after 30 seconds, they become less effective. Well, not no, anymore. Not anymore. Out of your gun. Uh, <laughs> Black Mage's Blizzard heavy duration has been reduced from 12 to 8 seconds in PvP. Uh, sleep now affects only the selected target in PvP areas. Sleep duration has been reduced from 12 to 8 seconds. So that's how we would cheese the the four on four battles. Though you just have a Black Mage sleep everyone over and over, and you just beat them down. That well, they don't want you to do that. Yeah, I think hence the changes. Freeze bind duration has been reduced from 12 to 8 seconds. Uh, Conjurer slash White Mage Stones heavy duration has also been brought down from 12 to 8 seconds. You know. 
PvP only though. You Not know, if if club. if this realm or if this reality was like D and D, Nika wouldn't be allowed to be a paladin. Why? Because she is um, she is chaotic evil. Well, yeah, with things like yeah, what you just get, said. I, oh, we can't just sleep the whole group and beat them down one at a time without them waking up at all. Darn! Your god would totally just show up and be like, all right, you know what? No, no, you're you're no longer a paladin. I'm taking my blessing away. You're just <laughs> you're just a person now. I can't remember which ones I normally get when I take those D and D quizzes. But I never, I never get like chaotic good or anything like that. No way. No but. chaotic evil. Uh, the big change I think is this astrologian. Uh, we could probably just skip this. Yeah, part. yeah, I don't think this is and important. No, nobody cares about oh my this. God, it's a huge buff. They're getting everything like, changed. It's actually going to be good now. So nocturnal sect uh, has increased healing magic potency uh, from five to ten percent. Uh, aspected benefic uh, amount of damage nullified by the barrier from nocturnal sect has been increased from 130 percent of HP restored to 170 percent of HP restored. The potency of the magic barrier in PvP areas has been changed to 65% of HP restored. Aspected Helios, amount of damage nullified by the barrier from Nocturnal Sect has been increased from 120 to 150%. Uh, enhanced benefit, the effect has been gra- uh, changed to grant a 15% change that your next benefit to will be a critical heal. Jesus. Yeah. Stella's heavy duration has been reduced from 12 to 8 seconds in PvP areas. Redraw's recast time has been reduced from 60 to 30 seconds. That's halved. Mm-hmm. Draw's effect duration has been increased from 15 to 30 seconds. Royal Road, the range of the area affected by Ewer and Spire has been extended from 15 to 20 yard, uh, yalms. Yalms. The Get balance. It right. Yeah, right. The balance, uh, the increased damage effect on single target has been changed from 10 to 20%. So and the increased damage effect on a group has been changed from 5 to 10%. For, for the bowl, damage reduction on a single target has been increased from 10 to 20%, and damage reduction on a group has been increased from 5 to 10%. Oh, does good. not apply in PvP. And lastly, Celestial Opposition, extended duration of effects cast by self and party members has been increased from 5 to 10 seconds. That's like putting an entire, like using the bowl now is like putting Rampart on someone. Yeah. That, That's so good. That is buffs all around for Astrologian. Yes. Yeah, that is pretty critical. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is bullshit. A, a lot. How people might play them again? Where's my white mage buff, man? Don't you play Astrologian? No, I don't play Astrologian. I thought you had an Astrologian. I do, but I don't play it. I play white mage. Well, now you're going to have to play Astrologian. No, I'm not playing Astrologian. You I'm love card games, ma- though. White mage power, okay? They, they have cards. Yeah, they have cards. You can live your Yu-Gi-Oh! fantasy. You can play on motorcycles. <laughs> oh my god, and now you can go to the wolves then and yell it's time to duel. That's right. You know what? Stop. And no, then you can go to the triple triad battle arena. Just to get back at them now, you should play Astrologian and have RP macros on everything that is <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh based. Oh my god. Uh I love RPing. <laughs> you know there's an RP flag great. in this thing. Yeah, there there is. Yeah. So that people know you're RPing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, back in the day when they used to have to sequester off lepers. This is FF's version of that. So we know who to hate automatically. Yeah. Yeah, we won't even have to talk to him. Why do you hate me, Daddy? <laughs> did I did Whoa. I did I make did I make the joke? Did I make the joke? Could the icon be a gold star? Is that possible? You made that joke. I think I you did. You sure did. I'm just gonna double down on that one. Yeah. Because we've already been pretty terrible. Let's just go even more. Boy, have we. Yeah. Uh players revived using the following limit break or uh, actions will no longer be inflicted with weakness and furthermore players already suffering from weakness will be cured of the status effect so that's pulse of life great. angel feathers national yeah, stasis those are level three limit breaks that's regulars. great that's so good yeah so no like- more level three limit break we're all alive and we're dead again yeah 
No, yeah. it, it, it really and it takes weakness off of you're already up and weakened. That's, that's awesome. I think that's probably the bigger change right there. Like that, I think, is huge that it will erase any existing weakness. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that really does give you like an entirely like a second chance. Yeah, it really is a second chance. Yeah. And um, that's that that just seems like a a big, big change. Mm-hmm. Uh, following PVP actions have been adjusted. Weapon throw enhanced weapon throw two effect duration increased has been uh, reduced from nine to eight seconds. Uh, and for Black Mage Nightwing's effect duration has been reduced from eight to six seconds. Enhanced Nightwing two effect duration increase has been reduced from 12 to eight seconds. OK, woot. Uh, the time required to switch PvP presets has been reduced. Furthermore, the progress that displayed when switching presets has been removed. And I think that's all our PvP stuff. Thank goodness. All right. Well, Nika, how about you tell us about the new dungeons that have been added? Well, wait, we forgot to talk about how auto attack will now attack no matter which way you're facing. Oh, yep. well, there's that. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think that's going to be pretty big, right? No, it definitely is. I yeah. just people. It, it depends on what you're doing. Like for a controller player, that's definitely awesome because I can tell you that like if I have to stray from move to a side, I often lose an auto attack or Same two here, when I'm yeah. running. Um, but I know that some people are complaining about now, like the the is moves where you have to mode? the moves where you have to face away from the target or something like. Or if you have to completely stop moving, like for um, Fatal, whatever that one was. It's all bad. No, what's good about this is now you can AFK and not have to worry about if something goes behind you, they'll know. (laughs) You're still auto-attacking, you're fine. And you still look like just as much of an asshole. Jesus, did you even try? Well, we'll have to see how that plays out, but I mean, I think it's a good change, but we'll see. All right. New dungeons have been added. We have Zelfatol, which we know is the uh, Ixali, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, you have to be a level 60. You have to be a, uh, item level 210 or above to enter. Four players, of course, 90 minutes. Um, let's see. That's It's from Four Towns Manor. It's very, very, so, like, it's very grayscale. Boy, is yeah. it. There, there's not yeah. a ton of color going on in that picture. Well, I mean, it's a mountainy area. Yeah, right? I suppose. I just, I mean, I don't know. Am I? I'm, I'm excited to see what is in Zelfatol, but again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the same criticism that I had before, and that's, you know, like I feel like they're including a huge region in just simply an instanced area, and I feel like that's a little bit of a cop out. Right, like we, we know. We know that this is going to be probably part of the main storyline, and that we do know that it is in between where we are and. Uh, Alamigo. So I'm I'm hoping that the storyline is like, well, let's go check this place out, and maybe we'll get kicked out at the end and be like, nope, sorry, you can't come past or something. So yeah. that'll kind of like hold us off until the next expansion. We might actually get a Zephatol explorable area. Yeah, but wouldn't they name it something different other than Zeph? You know, Zephatol like, like that. Be like Zephatol entry gate. Yeah, like <laughs> like it would. Yeah, like, exactly. Like lower, like lower mountain region. Right. Yeah, but this is just Zelfatol, so I feel like it's supposed to take the entire place of the region. I kind of oh like God. the uh, architecture here, like these like cliffside wooden structures, the no, cool. scaffolds. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it, but you're right. Lore wise, we'll have to see. Um, but I just freaked out over the name of the quest for the Google Library. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Okay, so we also are getting the Great Google Library Hard, which I do find interesting that we have not gotten a single other Heavensward Hard dungeon, and they're giving us the Google Library Hard, which is the last one before 60, which is kind of cool, I guess, um, that they're not going back and giving us, like, well, well what I'm, snowy vigil hard. What I'm really interested in is that this is not 
attached to the main storyline no quest. so this is the one separate the answer from midnight dew that's the rogan in, in idleshire so it's not even like from matoya right exactly it, it's very surprising because i would have figured that they would have been redirecting us back to the great google library for you know for for like a story reason usually these quests are pretty throwaway quest lines like i don't i don't know how much i expect to learn from this second foray into the great google library i think we're still going to get a good bit of uh, extraneous lore it's just going to be on a different topic this time i don't know what Maybe. it'll be but i'm sure there'll be a lot of well it. I, I i mean again i was just i was really hoping that we would actually get some movement on yuri Anjay's plot line and it, and we may i think we will did you notice i don't know if you talked about when you looked at the trailer last week that when they're narrating and it says something about yeah. betrayal it shows oh, you're on face. yeah yeah, it, yeah just, like, it just doesn't seem like it's going to come out gonna of the Google get Library. Going here, right? Like I said, we very well might get some movement on that, but I was I I had already kind of drawn the conclusion in my head, like that's the reason why we're going to the Great Google Library, and mm-hmm. apparently I'm wrong. So stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're also now getting a uh, Saint Mosian's Arboretum and Pharaoh Serious Heart are being level synced to two forty. So uh, we're just stuck on the, those ones now. No more uh, no speed running farther than you already can. Um, and we're getting Alexander the Creator. Uh, you have to be item level two thirty to even enter, which is the normal mode. Um, what else? The rewards are the same old, same old. The pieces of the armor that we normally get from the chest—you get so many, turn them in, just like normal modes. Yeah, of- it's pretty standard. Yeah, it's pretty standard. Yeah, if, if you did it for the last uh, for Midas, you know what's going on. You also get a gear from the fourth one, and after seven gears, you get the weapon. Yada yada, same as before. Yep. And Savage. Actually, what I do like about this one though is that you can. For whatever reason, now that if you queue up for savage mode as a full party, you don't have to meet the item level um, because you actually need item level 245 to enter alone through the raid finder. But Yoshi had said that the first two rounds of savage this time around will actually be completed in the current best in slot, which is 240. So if you queue up as a full party, even though the requirements 245, you can still enter as 240 and probably win. Okay. So we'll have to see how that goes. Coolio dies who retells your story. Okay. Well, that works the same way as, as before too. You know, the lockouts and the yada yada yada. Yeah, unlock it at the wandering minstrel and more dona. Yep. Are, are we gonna trust trust Juxta to read some of these? Mm. What do we what do you want me to read? I don't know. As long as it's not like if it's just little short bursts, I think he should be okay. <laughs> you should have seen how good he did when we gave him text that already didn't make sense. He was a savant. Yeah. Well, that, that's because it's in his native language. <laughs> <laughs> you can finish the, 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 the Midas stuff, though, if you want. Alexander Midas Savage. From there, yeah. yeah. So now, now you can queue up for Midas in the Duty Finder. They're making it so that um, you can just queue into whatever one you want. There's no more lockout. And um, they've also gimped uh, Cuff of the Sun a little bit. The Miner's Blast Attack no longer gives damage down or confused. Um, <laughs> that was like the one thing that made people wipe at the beginning of that one, which is no longer in. Um, they also used that same part for the final Alexander, where you have the blaster, and they made that the same. And in Arm of the Sun Savage, if you're in the wrong, there's the one jail that silences you. It no longer silences you, so you can use different people inside of it now. And the physical vulnerability down from the engine oil has been reduced. Those seem like uh, pretty significant nerfs. A little bit. Um, the blaster's mind blast attack is kind of lame that they get rid of that because usually with, if you, that goes off and everyone's confused and damaged down, you just wipe. Right. Like, 
because I mean, you have to have a, like a silence, uh, someone on silence duty during the, that fight. So usually I'll silence with the uh, spirits within, or we have our machinists do it. And if, if they miss one, you'd wipe. Now you won't. Okay. That's a pretty significant change. The other other change isn't quite so bad. Yeah, the no longer silence in place in the jail. I mean, I guess that gives you a better. Um, if you accidentally put the wrong person in the jail, you have more of a chance of surviving. Okay. Yeah. That's All right. All right go, go ahead Jack. then, Juxta. Uh, Weeping City of Macaque has been adjusted. Weekly restrictions from stuff has not has been removed. All right, a new trial has been added. Containment Bay P One T Six. Uh, this is the goddess fight. Uh, you're gonna get this from ukulele. Um, <laughs> you've got to complete the quest, the previous quest, and then there's gonna be an extreme mode. Uh, what's what's kind of going on? Oh, oh, never mind. I like I I I had trouble making out the top of the head here in the screenshot. Yeah, and I thought that that was like a line of different stuff, like like Voltroni sort of stuff. Actually, I want to look at the gear they're wearing. That's uh, gear from Circus Tower, but I'm pretty sure it's not the oh, same that is coloration. People. Oh my god, that is fucking people! I didn't. Oh, you're right. That one on the left is like the, yeah. the green one normally, but it's orange. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. The extreme mode's gonna be a thing. Uh, Two thirty-five or higher for item level. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, players will now receive the power of the Echo in uh, events uh, in certain trials. They're adding that to Final Steps of Faith and Nidhogg's Raid. Up to 50%. That's just the the easy mode. The Nidhogg's Raid is the hard mode, and oh, that's okay. 25%. That's yeah. standard, okay. That's normal. Uh, oh, action recast timers will be reset when everyone wipes. Oh, oh my god, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> I think everyone lost their mind over this. Yeah, yes. that's... No, it, 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 this is, should have been in the game from the beginning. It's such a waste of time when you only have so many hours to raid, and you wipe, and you're like, oh, I gotta wait three minutes for my blood for blood. And we're like, well, fuck. Well, just don't... <laughs> just sitting there doing nothing. How about you just don't wipe? Yeah, don't die. Okay, just, yes. be good. just know the fight from, from the moment you walk in. That's right. That's correct. Yeah. I that's thought the expectation is right? say, why don't you just not raid? <laughs> <laughs> well, that solves it. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Done. Daddy. <laughs> Stop ah. that. <laughs> when accessing shortcuts or returning from being incapacitated after an instance is completed, players will be moved to the exit in the following duties. Um, basically everywhere. Okay. Uh, including the uh, the Aquapolis. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, let's see. Changes to elegant tombstones. Uh, elegant tombstones of scripture have been added. So now when people are talking about scripts, you can be even more confused. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. They, actually, that's a good point. Or if people wow. start mentioning the TOS, you can be more confused. <laughs> Great. Oh, uh, let's see. And they're removing the um, removing law. You know how this shit goes. Yeah. The cycle, yeah. The cycle goes on. This is normal. The cycle I, I had people continues. saying they thought that poetics are going away, but I don't think they'll ever get rid of poetics because that's not. what you can get at 50. And then they're just going to start getting rid of the ones at 60. And I assume that right. the next time the level increases, like if scripture is the last one, that that will stay forever at 60. And then the next one will. Right. I'm assuming. Uh, duty finder changes. Let's see. Uh, the penalty count for abandoned duties will now be shared in PvP and PvE. Ouch. So suck it, assholes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Withdrawing from any duty or PvP match, uh, a certain number of times will start on penalty, preventing the use of all duty finder and raid finder. This includes the use of duty finder to access triple triad, battle hall, and lord of verminion. So no trolling the, the diehard lord of verminion players. 
Yeah, well, I, you know, I've noticed that before, too. When I had a lockout once, I was like, oh, I can still keep for P for P. That's cool. At least I can do something. Not like, anymore. Dick. Nope. Uh, let's see. No longer required to adhere to average item level requirements when registering as a full party. Display window of duty status has been adjusted. Uh, let's see. But now more people can cheese, though. Like, you know, people are like, okay, you must be item level 90 to come do this X primal with me. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to put on a ring that's not the right job just so I can cheese the item level. Now you can just say, yeah, sure, I'm item level 90. Well, yeah, if you're in a group of four people, it's all your friends, so. No, but I mean, like, if you're doing a party finder for an X primal or something, people used to just put on the wrong gear to try and get in and be like, yeah, see, my item level's high enough. But now they can just get in and nobody will know. Sounds good and bad, I suppose. Uh, duty expert, uh, duty roulette expert, and we got Zelfto and Great Google Library instead of the old ones, and Sorkai and Holebreaker have been moved to level 60 dungeons like normal. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. all the, all the tomes. This is all the, yeah, this, this is shit that you okay, all know. The quality life change, though, if you are queuing from multiple dungeons at once, it'll show up under the duty finder list like all at the same time. So you can see which ones you're queuing for. Hmm. Great. Which is which is good because sometimes like you might have one still clicked on from before you didn't realize it and you like queue up and then you get the wrong one. I that that is was happening. already there. I thought that was already. No, clicked. it just says registering for duty. Oh. It doesn't tell you which ones. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it doesn't look like the next major change is until Palace of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, Palace of the Dead stuff. Yeah. And, and actually, that looks like it's just the Tome Stones being changed again. No, there was something else for Palace ah, of the Dead. The too. Accursed Horde has mm-hmm. been added. Yes. While well, exploring the Palace of the Great. Dead, he players will, on occasion, discover hidden treasure known as the Accursed Horde. <sighs> Upon saving progress and exiting the Palace of the Dead, players can take this treasure to the Expedition Bishop at the Quarry Mill in South Shroud to have it appraised and discover what lies within oh okay so this is potential yeah there's sort of like uh appraisal items from nizul except, except hopefully not chubs. garbage okay. yeah, well. yeah like we have no idea how good these are going to be yeah like we could you know like hey cool i got this mysterious thing let me take it out oh it's a cotton vest but it's very much what we wanted it's a chance to get a different kind of treasure and make it worth to keep doing other than just getting tombstones yeah if this if this is a way to output some gear like that is kind of clever actually yeah yeah, but it looks like the only way to find where it's located is to use the palmander of intuition, which reveals the location of it on the map, and right. then you have to stand on it and dig it up. So you have no idea where it is. I wonder if you just are Ooh. randomly standing somewhere, and it happens to be the right spot if you can dig it up if you can't see it. I don't right? think so. It says before it can be discovered, players must first use the palmander of intuition. I'm going to assume either the 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 intuition pomander will affect you across multiple floors or there will be some type of message that lets you know it's here somewhere you said something might be on this floor yeah uh traps and mines will now affect nearby enemies when triggered that's cool that is good so it's not so bad now if you run into it in the middle of a fight because it affects the enemies too yeah they've increased the number of experience points earned when defeating enemies that's good so you can level faster uh pomander of fortunes effect has been increased uh, they've also increased the chance that certain enemies will drop treasure coffers. I don't know. I, I sort of think... I, 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 I can't wait to see the full expansion of Deep Dungeon because it does feel like if if you're building up your Aetherpool arm to be able to take the piece of gear out, that it, your armor should also work under a similar theory. Yeah. So yeah. I'm 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 hoping that the expansion on the system means that we're going to be able to work on growing a piece of armor as well because I think that's what I like about the system. I I like the fact that you're working on 
a, you know, you're working on a weapon consecutively over multiple runs and then taking it out to be able to use in the real world, whether it be for stats or whether it be for looks. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to have something similar for the armor as well. And I feel like that's sort of what the system was missing out on the first uh, in the first time. So, yeah. Um, um, apparently, according to the chat, there is actually an achievement for finding the Chris Horde without using the Palmander. So, I oh, interesting. So, way to be wrong again, Nika. That was well, me. Hey, Escalia said it was, but you know, it is worded that way. But I guess you have to actually look down at the achievements to f- figure it out. Uh, in addition to the item levels 180 and 210 gear you can get in Diadem, you can now get 235 gear. Oh, Woo. this is our Diadem update then, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Is that all? Uh, dueling's being implemented. We knew that. Well, and Diadem can only though, be done in a certain area. It says though that now Disciples of War and Magic can select easy and just the Diadem hunting grounds exclusive to War and Magic with no land and hand entering at all. <laughs> So the that's all people are going to do now. Sables of the land must choose from the original missions when traveling to the diadem. But it doesn't say if the diadem hunting grounds easy and diadem hunting grounds are going to be like new areas or if they're just going to be instances specifically for war and magic. It doesn't say. Apparently, though, you can only duel in the dueling circle at the wolves den. So yeah. that place is going to be packed. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's actually I, a square. I think that this is gonna, that this is just sort of like a, a trial run for open, possible. openly, uh, you know, like open zone PvP. I agree. Um, By the way, that is not a circle. Holy cow! You are not kidding, Juxta. That is a square. Yeah, it's got four right angles and everything, man. Boy, does it! <laughs> uh, custom matches have been adding, allowing players to freely begin battles in the feast between two parties. And I believe uh, you can also spectate now. Yep, spectator mode has been added to the feast. Woo! We should have a night where we where we commentate. Call. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be fun. That'd be cool. But yep. only on matches that are that are custom made. You can't actually spectate random matches. Right. Yeah. Oh really? We have yeah. to get in contact with Joe for his Friday night fights. <laughs> uh, players can now register to join the feast matched party with any party composition. Okay. Ooh. Um, is that it? New items. There we go. We got All some right. gear. We got some gear now. All right. The hmm. gear looks pretty decent. I gotta say, it's not bad. I I do. Some like, of the hats are stupid. I do like the tank gear. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Uh, I, we I I mentioned this uh, when we had taken a look at at some of the preview images for the patch. I'm actually impressed that the white mage gear is different from the black mage gear, instead of just being a freaking recolor. Oh yeah. Um, but um, are we going to be getting the winning uh, tank armor design in this patch? I don't think so. Uh, I think they not. probably would have made a bigger deal about it if we yeah. did. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like like I I, li- I like the body design. Um, the I mean, really, the whole thing fits together very well. I said, with the exception of like that stupid hat that the headpiece i could i could live without. i like all of this gear i do also like the sword the sword is also very well designed too with the yeah um the ninja dagger is just like the sword but smaller that's stupid yeah I think they're really cool similar. looking though yeah i still like them i mean i no, i think if we get a closer look they're not i think the only similarity they have is that the guard is sort yeah. of the same shape but i think they're they're still pretty different you can't I, tell because the blade is facing the camera. I yeah. actually really like the the monk gear. Is that the one on the bottom uh, right? Right there. Is that monk? Uh, That's all the crafting stuff, isn't it? I don't. I mean, it looks. 
It's hard to tell if because none of them are wearing weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. hard to tell if that's another crafted tank set or a monk set. Okay, because I was going to say, I actually really like that one. I but think you're that's, right. I think that's crafted, the crafting gear because they say they're tank. getting they're getting ironworks stuff this time around, and that yeah. has a very ironworks feel it to it. It does. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that is that it has something very ironworksy about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's the crafter and gatherer gear. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate this gear. I really no, don't. I don't like, either. I, I mean, for the last two patches, I feel like I've been very critical on the gear. Uh, and it sucked. Yeah, well, it wasn't good. This is uh, this is definitely a step in the right direction. I think that they've stepped it up a little bit in terms of the design. So uh, that seems to be it. The rest is just like help to. Oh, oh, yes. Fucking thank you. The You're following welcome. items can now be discarded. Yokai watch. Oh no! Why would you want to oh, discard it? Because I was goodness. so upset when I finally got done getting the dagger. I'm like, I'm getting rid of this accursed thing. I must destroy all evidence that I've participated in it, and it wouldn't let me destroy the stupid. Except, watch. are you going to destroy the ninja dagger? No, but those are those are being locked away in a secret vault on my retainer that will never be used. Uh, you can put it in the armor. In the armor, yeah. So new chocobo barding was added. This is uh, I, I'm not really sure what to make so, of this. So barding, right? Yeah, it. I mean, it's okay. I guess it's kind of ornate. It's a little too ornate for my taste. Uh, new mounts have been added, including gold bird. I like I like that bird. Gold bird. Gold bird. Gold burp. Uh, also, new minions have been added, including uh, Heaven's Word Thancred. I wonder what their stats oh, are for Lords of Minions. Oh. oh, it's so cute. Oh, God, stop that voice. Stop. She's in color. I love it. It's so it cute. Needs to go in an oven. Stop. <laughs> yeah, Dang. make good bacon. It's so cute. But we know that the Thancred one is from Wondrous Tales. Uh, there's also, uh, this is kind of cool. I didn't see this coming. Um, so in the system settings, uh, you're going to be able to add filters such as, uh, sepia or monochrome. Uh, you've also got some, uh, depth of field adjusting and, yeah, uh, the, limb uh, darkening. Did they, did they add the filter where you can put the dog nose and ears on yourself? <laughs> Snapchat FF14. Uh, also for the i uh, for the eye cam, they uh, disabled slash enabled the cameras switching feature. So uh, we'll have to the countdown feature. We'll have to oh, play yeah. with that. Yeah, Juxt is really excited about that. <laughs> I'm excited about that too, just because I a tank who pulls uh, things. Camera lighting has also been added. By the way, you don't have to use the what was that the sun the sun, the wind sun. sun yeah the yeah. wind up sun. Um, although I thought that was kind of a clever way to sort of engineer around it, but um, yeah. Uh, I like that you can pause characters doing group pose now. So now we can do the stupid dances and pause it and get the best screenshots. I'm stoked. I'm going to spend so long playing around oh with this. Oh my gosh. Just stop. Uh, effects indicating borders between areas and zones. Uh, you can uh, toggle, toggle, off you now, can toggle yeah. on and off, Thank as well as uh, effects indicating a plot of land uh, that is yet to be purchased. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think that is uh, a new indicator for the north on the minimap has been adjusted. Thank God, I could never figure out which way that was. <laughs> well, it stands out. Well, because some people don't lock their their map north at spin, so you, I don't know, need a better eye catching thing. Anyway, all right. So that's the bulk of uh, what to expect for three point four. Again, if you're listening on the podcast, you are uh, probably you've already downloaded three point four and have uh, been playing it already. Those of you listening live get a bit of a preview of the patch notes. But we also wanted to have another conversation today 
uh, because obviously we have uh, we, we we are joined by a very special guest <laughs> today. Uh, Kahlo has graced us with his presence uh, from the land of wow. Special Ed. Uh, and we wanted to. Uh, so, Kahlo, first of all, where have you been? Um, well, the reason I haven't been to show dates is that I have unfortunately been working Sundays because my job hates me. Uh huh. Right. But the reason that I've been, some people might be like, you know, Kyle, do, do we not pay you enough here? Do we need to pay you more? Oh, well, if he takes six weeks off and gets a raise for it, <laughs> we're going to have words. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just I, saying. I disagree there. I'm just saying. Well, I make do about, we not pay you enough? I make about $80 working the other place and $60 working here. So. Yeah, well, yeah. And how much work are you doing versus here? Well, I how many hours? Yeah, how many here. hours? Yeah, I, I how many to, hours? I get to play Pokemon. In uh, other words, uh, how many? Uh, and it's, oh boy, and it's, it's air conditioned. You get to play Pokemon at this work, don't you? All right, the <laughs> air conditioning is a legit thing. Like that's that's yeah. that's solid. Although, although I gotta say, now that we've trans- transitioned into fall, it it is not like oh, okay. unbearable in here right I, now. I was so. just thinking that on my way here today. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be six of us in the room today, or five of us, and it's gonna be so hot. It's not too bad, actually, today. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty that, okay. Other than though, some people have been asking why I haven't been streaming as much, but I have. I've just been over at Final Encounter Cast because I have been playing a different game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a different, uh, just a different game. Just uh, one is different, it a different MMO. Uh, yeah. It's a, is it different it's games a, every it's time? It's a different MMO. It's Pirates of the Burning Seas, isn't it? Yeah. Blade and Soul? No. Wait a minute. You're finding out why everyone hates Wildstar. The Matrix Online. Is Wildstar still around? You you, you made a uh, a private server. No. You found a server for City Heroes. It takes you, place in a world where there may or may not be crafts of war. You boarded the Tortanic? Final Fantasy Eleven. He's playing Minecraft. 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 I get it because you like little kids. That was a stretch. (laughs) That wasn't very good. I give it a 10. (laughs) (laughs) See, Juxta saved it for me. (laughs) World of Warcraft. I've been playing the new Legion expansion. You. Oh. Oh. I don't have a World of Warcraft account, do you? No, I have a life. Yeah. It's a lie. Juxta does have a World of Warcraft account. In fact, I'm going to out you right here on the show, Juxta. <gasps> so the day that I had him download it, he made this big hubba baloo. He hung up on me. He called me back. He hung up on me. He called me on Facebook phone and hung up on me. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then told me that he installed Final Fantasy 11 on my computer. Good. So I get home and he had installed WoW. All right, good job. Fast forward a few weeks later, I'm trying to convince him to play. He finally says, all right, fine, I'll play. And I'm like, but it's going to take you all night to install it. He's like, no, it's already installed. I installed it the day you did, just in case. Oh. Stop shaming me. You are a terrible person. You sorry. Just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Even he didn't believe in himself. God damn you people. You dirty, dirty man. What's funny, though, is that of the people who have been tuning in over at Final Encounter Cast, I've seen, I've seen this comment more than a few times. Does... Take off your clothes. <laughs> You're not wrong. God damn it. Jokes are no, killing it. I've seen, I've Thank seen, you kindly. I've seen the comment, uh, does a Nero know? And, which I, first of all, which I think is hilarious. Does daddy know? <laughs> Stop. 
first of all, which I think is hilarious. Second of all, yes, I know. Third of all, what is even more hilarious is that Kahlo actually asked permission. He was Hold here on. when Hold it. On. No, and he asked here. permission. Yes, you did. Yes, I you said did. I was totally thinking did. about no, it, and you, you gave me you, permission, <laughs> like I needed it. <laughs> You totally asked for permission to go play WoW, which I have granted. Did he so, ask for permission to play or to stream WoW? Uh, both. Both. Well, actually, I actually streaming, because that's kind of like our competitor. No, you, in fact, because what Nero said was, he goes, if you're going to do it, you can't hide it. It yeah, can't be like a dirty little was, secret. Right, right. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Because that, because what, yeah, that, so yeah, that makes it seem, yeah, that makes Because sense. even if, I, if I'm playing that and not streaming it, then like Nika or Escalia gets the streaming bonus, and I can't have that. Mm. So, <laughs> we've noticed. We, all, we all know that. <laughs> so, we've had Kahlo, <laughs> we've had Kahlo on assignment playing Legion. On assignment? On assignment. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm playing it anyway. You are I've covering been... up for your boyfriend pretty hard today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, I know you said last week you, you were going to get a blowjob, but you're really working on it. So, so let's talk about Legion. We needed to have this conversation. Because some interesting things have happened. Which, I mean, that is a bit unexpected, especially after how poorly... Uh, Warlords of Draenor. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, And a lot of people had tuned out from WoW. I mean, it's uh, it it was a year, like, I think over a year without any content update since, like, the first or second patch of the game. Did they realize that Draenor was shit and just kind of... Well, apparently the the release of Draenor was good. Like, it was a a good start, okay? But I guess what they were then trying to do was focus on releasing expansions faster. And so then they put no production into maintaining or giving more content to Warlords of Draenor. So they went a year with only, like, you know, the initial drop and then I think one or two patches. Ooh, wow. If you think about it like this, it makes a lot of sense. Warlords of Draenor was a movie tie-in. That's true. I've heard quite a bit of that, that they did uh, Draenor as like really? a movie tie-in. Really? That explains oh. a lot, logically. Yeah. Considering but- like it's going back to Outland, not very much like push on like the lore fronts mm-hmm. they just, they just wanted to alternate, redirect and well it was, it was like an alternate timeline that can kind of you know makes yeah does make a, maybe this is just like how i remember it, but didn't draenor like come out very suddenly like was was there a lot of like knowledge like beforehand that draenor was coming i yeah. wasn't tuned in the i game think enough. it was juxta the one time square listens to you they ruin the game with verminion df he's not You're wrong welcome <laughs> he's not wrong wrangle well, okay. and thank you they didn't listen to me 100% because apparently Lords of Vermillion RP is not role-playing. Role playing. So. Yeah. Rank points. <laughs> okay. Gotta find out who's ranked number one and who's number two, man. So, all right. So, uh, Warlords of Draenor did not do very well, but Legion, I've been hearing some incredibly positive things yes, about. it's been a major return to form for Blizzard. Right, and not just in terms of World of Warcraft, but there are some, you know, like long-term MMO players that have given World of Warcraft its first shot Ever because of some of the inventive things that Blizzard's doing with yeah, WoW. like um, a jump potion. <laughs> no, oh, that. But that. I, I mean, that's something that really impressed me. Was that you know I have friends that have 
been lifelong MMO players. Uh, well, maybe not like, but long term MMO players, veteran MMO players that have never broken down and decided to try. Wow. That now with Legion and and some of the some of the creative things that they're doing have finally broken down this late into the game and decided, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. That really sort of that like it, it definitely impressed me. It put it, it made, made it, you made, take notice. Made a big impression on me. So, um, well, a lot of the things that uh, I've noticed too, getting back in is because I came in with a very unique perspective, given that we do this show, right? So we have a lot of expectations and ideas that that, that we like Square Enix Ooh, to take look at note this guy of, over here, right? Yeah, we're a big, bar- big podcast, big over special here. dude over here. Yeah. Well, we're all kind of big and special, Ed. I'm just big, yeah, in my pants. Oh Boo. my god. Anyhow, there are some things about WoW that have made me actually question some of the ideas that we have over here for Final Fantasy XI. Now, okay, so when did you quit WoW? Uh, Three years ago. So Uh, the middle of Mists of Pandaria. Okay, all right. Same. Um, So, so okay, so three years out, that's a pretty long time to be disconnected from an MMO. Uh, I think anyone after not playing for three years is going to look at any MMO and it doesn't matter how much time they had invested in it in the first place, but they're going to look at it and go, wow, that is really intimidating. Uh, What was it about getting back into WoW that either made it not as intimidating or really just either made it a, or made it a breeze. Uh, it was a breeze for two reasons. The first reason is every single person that I talked to said Warlords of Draenor doesn't exist. Okay. Because I'm like, that's a whole expansion I've missed. And they're like, you didn't miss anything. It, 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 no, just blank it out completely. And then the other big thing they did is that they have completely, except for maybe in a few instances with certain classes, they have completely removed the ability bloat. Which is so refreshing. Okay. To, I to mean, actually but I heard have, that now, though, that like so many jobs are like just a few buttons to play now, and it's weird and mm, complex. No, it's not a few. I got to run soon. Hope the rest of the podcast goes well. Not long till FanFest, you sexy folk. Press pass hype. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Thanks. Pre- pre- press Wait, pass. Wait, you got press, press pass. pass. Who, Wait, who is this? Who's, who spoke? Well, who's uh, Chile? That was Chile. They told and I thought they, they weren't said they one. weren't doing press passes. They, we were told that they weren't. <laughs> That's what we're always fucking That's told. That's what we're always told. Oh, wait. Bullshit. Maybe they just fucking hate us. Mm. It's possible. I yes. can't imagine why. Yeah. You're some kind of moron, you know that? Yeah. No, Nika, it, it hasn't been like... Uh, turn back so far to where you don't have like a rotation or it's a simple rotation. But before, it was, it was insane. You couldn't actually fit all of your things on the number of like hotkeys that they actually gave you. And there were so many things that were unnecessary or did things like, you know, putting up an aura, just give the aura full time or remembering to put your poisons on or just dumb bullshit like that. They streamline a bunch of it to the point where it still takes skill and you still have to pay attention and know what you're doing, but not to the point where you're just like, what is all this shit all over the place? So, uh, it- You've been back in World of Warcraft now for, what, about four weeks, five weeks, somewhere around there? Now, do you think in that time that you have experienced content that Square Enix 
could objectively look at and learn some lessons from and and apply to ff14 yes in fact i think that the entire mmo genre could but what's what's interesting is that blizzard hasn't actually done anything new or original they've taken the wheel and reinvented it okay okay and the best example i have which i'm I'm actually surprised how how much i love these but they've they've done away with the concept or or the idea of what we would normally think of when we think of daily quests okay all right there's no more daily quest hubs there's no more you know grind out just this rep now they have what's called world quests and every like 12-ish hours quests pop up on the world and these are quests that you've done okay they are daily quests they are still exactly what they were before right but now they pop up in random spots um so every day that you get on you're going somewhere different you're doing something different it keeps the world alive it keeps things feeling interesting it makes you feel like you're an adventurer or a hero going to where you need to go to you know help who's ever in need now the other big thing is you do get rep with the different factions you know depending on what quests you're doing right but the most important part is that the rewards are things you actually need uh order resources for your class hall which sounds which is so much like what that the grand company adventuring squadron Squadron? okay yeah we'll we'll talk about that uh artifact power to power up your relic weapon we'll get to that um gold obviously but the best thing is i actually upgraded a piece that i got in a raid from a world quest okay i was actually able to get uh to mythic level item level without going into a single heroic dungeon Hmm. from world quest gear and the reason this is possible is they have this new system called uh titan forging whenever you get a piece of gear be it from a quest or from a boss drop it has a chance to upgrade by five levels it then has another chance to upgrade but it diminishes right so technically in a perfect world you could upgrade up to the max item level which is 890 that's like unheard of that's like abysmally small but you can usually get if you're lucky you know anywhere from like 5 to 15 i think the best upgrade i've got was 20 item levels on something which was a headpiece that made it better than the raid thing that i had so even if you're looking you're like oh that's a blue piece of gear that's not an upgrade for me it could be so you still go and try it because that could end up being an upgrade and this is where i started to shift one of my perspectives on on how we criticize final fantasy right we want our gear to mean more Mm -hmm. we want it to last longer right sure it's the complete opposite in world of warcraft like it could change at any minute and i don't mind that Hmm. and i think the reason why is you're also not putting a lot of time into getting a specific piece right if you spend almost an entire patch cycle grinding tomes to get this gear you don't then want it replaced in two weeks when the new patch comes out. That's a good point. Right? Yeah. Because on the other side of it, they also do what we've done with Gearlust. They brought, oh my God, they brought back Gearlust with a vengeance. Now, hang on. There's something that I, I, I want to point out that you had mentioned. Now, this was, this was early on, and uh, you had said that Blizzard did something. They, they reinvented the wheel. And I, I, I kind of want to... I kind of want to express how important it is because I'm sure that there are people in the chat in the audience that are like, oh, they're talking about World of Warcraft, man, fuck this, Uh, that just hate on on WoW for no reason. But the reason that we have to look at 
Blizzard and WoW and Legion is because the only company who's in a position to change the the thinking about MMO mechanics is Blizzard because they've got the audience that they can lose. They can they can take a, a hit of two or three million players and still have a very solvent bottom line. And if they make a good change, it's something people are going to notice. Absolutely. So when we have these expectations for smaller MMOs to make huge changes, I don't know that that expectation is always fair because the thing that they're having to balance is their continued existence. We've talked about this both on Limit Break Radio and on Final Encountercast, but that the subscription model for MMOs is a dying concept. It is something that really takes a whole lot of thought and a lot of planning to be able to make successful. Uh, and I think that FF14 and WoW are probably the only two games that are making that model successful. The other games like Dark Age of Camelot and Ultima Online Final Fantasy XI. really just perpetuate themselves by continuing the subscription model. I don't think that they're actually making money from either of those games so when you when you look at it through that lens it's it's very important to keep track on what blizzard and world of warcraft is doing and how it's shaping and changing the genre because that gives us our best bellwether for how this game is likely to change as well as all other mmos Period. So if you don't like the fact that we're talking about World of Warcraft, tough titties, we're going to talk about World of Warcraft, whether you like it or not. That's the theme of the episode today. So threw up in my mouth a little bit. If you want to call, if you want to call the show, <laughs> uh, you can do so. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Uh, so, yeah, let's continue on with, uh, with with talking about some of the things that Legion has done that other MMOs could really learn from. All right. Well, the first thing I'd like to touch on in, in when I when I first little boys. When I, <laughs> ah, good, one, good one. Thank you. That was good. When I first realized this, like like my mind was blown. I, I called a Nero up and I'm like, dude, Blizzard stole your idea. <laughs> They they straight up just took your idea, and your idea what? was to re to help reinvigorate or to to incentivize more people into the raiding scene on Final Fantasy. You need gear lust. You right. need that piece of gear that when people see it, they just go crazy over it. Yeah. And you were like, figure out what like the item level is going to be at the end of the expansion. Yep. And slowly start introducing pieces and build of gear. your way toward it. Yeah. That's right. That's what they did. Damn it! They're, they have they have legendary leveled gear that's eight ninety five, and they all have like super super broken stats on them. Like one uh, one of the shaman ones is your uh, nature frost and fire elements. If you use any abilities that do that kind of damage, you get a two percent di- uh, bonus to your damage that stacks with each application. So basically, you just straight up increase your overall damage output by six percent not even taking into account the stats that that piece gives to you wow yeah some of them are just insanely awesomely broken and the first guy in our guild got a legendary a few days ago and he was then removed from the guild 
because fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and now whenever, and, and then a, a priest got one too. So now whenever anything happens, they complain about everything. Like the other day, he's like, oh, my wife and kids are streaming something right now. So my internet's real shitty. Why don't you use your legendary ring to fix your fucking internet then? <laughs> oh, what, what? You died in the middle of a fight? Why don't you resurrect yourself with your legendary gloves? The salt is so real. The that's butthurt fa- is there. I but hear that's it. fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, like, that's, I think, the, the, the kind of emotion you want to elicit in your player base mm-hmm. in terms of gear yes. and gear progression. Now, this is how they control it. First of all, very, very, very low drop chance, okay? Now, it is something that anybody can get, okay? They say that you can come across legendaries just by playing the games. They'll drop from any kind of dungeon boss. I'm sure there's a slight increased chance with, you know, like hard, heroic, mythic dungeons. Raid bosses. And uh, then there are there's something you can get each day if you do world quests. Every single day, there's a specific faction that's picked as the emissary. And if you do four of their world quests, you can then go pick up an emissary cash from them, sure. which has stuff in it. And that has a chance to drop them as well. Do, do you, it, it, I, I mean, has, have people figured out what the drop rate chances are between the different stuff? Or is it still kind of being it's, sussed it's out? It's all just so extremely low. Super, yeah. super tiny. Yeah, super like, tiny. How many people are in your well, guild? Well, no, well what I, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is that... It, is there a percentage difference between getting a, a legendary piece out of a dungeon versus oh, a raid? I don't, I don't think so. Like, like, right, like a dungeon would be at like a 1% chance, but a raid would have like a 3% chance? I think it's all lower than that. Wow. Yeah. It's like 0.001%. Like, how many people are in your guild? Uh, I have no idea. Like 70? Yeah. How many people have a legendary? Two. Two. Wow. Yep. So you're probably never going to see a legendary. Well, That's, well, but here's the thing. They have a pity timer. The longer you play timer, yeah. without getting a legendary gear, the more your increases, your your chance to find one increases. Now, really? I, I don't know how much it increases by if there's a cap on it, but they say that over the life of the game, you will see one. Eventually. But eventually. I mean, and it's been like three weeks since Legion hit. Well, depending on your class and spec, there are 10 to 15 pieces of, of legendary gear you can get. So like as a shaman, there are 15 pieces that I can equip. That's like five for each spec. Five resto, five elemental, five enhancement. Right, okay? right. They said your chances of getting duplicate legendaries, like, is so infinitely small just because they're so hard to come by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the way that they control not becoming too overpowered is as of now, you can equip one legendary item. If you get to the end of your order hall upgrades, there's an upgrade that takes uh, like 14,000 resources, two weeks to upgrade that allows you to equip a second one. So as the expansion progresses, you'll slowly be able to equip a few more. Fuck, that's brilliant. It's your fucking idea, dude. That's fucking brilliant. Yes. Yes. Oh, God damn. Really quick, fun little factoid. Square Enix, I tried to give you this idea, just so you know. Really quick little fun factoid. Uh, they had actually messed up the pity timer. And they, I think they fixed it last Tuesday. But instead of increasing your chance when you weren't getting them, when you got a legendary, it increased your chance to get a legendary. <laughs> the rich get richer. So I think there was a very small percentage of the population that got like two or three legendaries before Ooh, they fixed that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did they take them away? They let them no, 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 they let them keep them. They also, keep them. that was their fault. I mean, that was that's that's on Blizzard. Nobody hacked that in. So that's true. One misstep I think they did with this legendary system. Okay. The glamour. 
oh, is terrible. Stupid. Yeah. Oh, it looks terrible. Really? It looks terrible. So well, I mean, some of them are good. Some of them might be bad. But no, basically, they wear said it and flaunt it if it looks bad. Basically, that's the whole point. well, you can always glamorize it. But what they said was they didn't want to lock certain appearances behind something that you felt like you need. Some it's stupid, super thing. really hard some, to get. Yeah, some something dumb. That's really like, lame, who though, the fuck cares? Just give them their own unique. But appearance. that's it's it's the same. It's kind of the same justification that Square Enix gives when they're like, well, we want everyone to be able to experience these raid environments. That bothers me though because the a part of the gear less is being able to see a character run yeah. by yeah. and have right. that. Unique. So now you'd have to know that someone has it or inspect them or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Um, I, that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna second you that yeah, that I does agree. that does make it a little bit uh, take the punch out of it a little bit yeah mm-hmm. sure does yep because you want to just show it up you're like look right. at this chest you can't have this well, and, and in most cases it's like a wrist or a ring that you can't see anyway mm. so I mean yeah that does kind of suck uh, it'd be cool if there was a title like once you get like all your class legendaries or five legendaries sure, yeah, or something because yeah, yeah. then that's a way to show it off right? right yeah so that would be really cool but yeah honestly the the legendary equipment every time i go to pick up my emissary quest i'm just like this is the day this is the <laughs> one open it fucking eight ten pieces oh, okay so 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 uh blizzard has sort of reworked the concept of daily quest and got rid of the quest hub structure yep that's good uh what about world bosses I, I mean, we we had talked about this on Final Encounter Cast that yes. there was uh, Cosmoth the Hungering. Yeah, there there was a boss that people had been right. Okay, doing, now, doing various ideas, small tasks. This for. idea is really cool, but in concept, as of right now, it's really not all that great. But yeah, basically, they had found these mysterious orbs scattered throughout the Broken Isles. Okay? Yeah. And then they had found an NPC who had a table in front of him with just a bunch of shit on there. And people kind of noticed, like, hey, that, that kind of looks like the Broken Isles, right? Yeah. And they started to realize that there were certain marks that aligned with where they were discovering these orbs. Okay. So they started basically coordinating each other to hit all these orbs in certain orders. And yeah, it spawned an old god, which is like a super big deal. <laughs> like old gods are like, you know, the, the Cthulhu of, of the world. Right. right. Yeah. And they were like, holy shit, this world boss. But apparently he doesn't drop all that much. Uh, all that he drops is a special jellyfish mount that I guess you have to participate in spawning him in order to even get the quest for it. So when he spawns, he's a world boss. So he's going to take more than just a few people or a party right. or a raid to take down. Yeah. And I feel like there's not much incentive for everyone to go and fight him. Maybe there's more to it than that. But besides him being discovered, there hasn't really been a whole lot of news surrounding him. Okay. Now they did just release their actual uh, world bosses this past week, and the way that those work is each week it'll be a different world boss that spawns. There'll be a world quest to go along with it, and yeah, basically you need to team up with everybody. I mean, it's nothing super special. You can get raid level gear off of it. It's just another way to help people gear up a little bit quicker. Okay. So there's not really anything too spectacular behind that. Is that is that sort of like a big like uh, server wide conflict that uh, you know like you just flag up and and join in yes. the melee? Yep. Okay. Yep. In All fact, right. both horde and alliance can join in on it, so it's not like oh, okay. you, know, you have to worry about tagging it for just your got it. You know, side of it or whatever. Got it. Okay. Um, which is actually something else to be said for world quests too. Is in a way, they've kind of, I think, stepped away from the the Horde Alliance conflict from a narrative standpoint, which, I mean, makes sense if there's something that's that's 
like the the legion that's threatening the planet as a whole you don't really have time to worry about warring amongst yourselves sure but now when you're out like fighting if there's a wanted quest we have to kill a boss you can team up with alliance people not literally in party but you can help each other there was actually one time i was sitting around for a world quest thinking i was waiting for a boss to spawn because i couldn't find him anywhere and this night elf rode up and we're both just sitting there for a while and then i get a random battle net friends invite i'm like Okay, all right. So I accept it, and it's that guy, and he's like, are you looking for so-and-so, the boss? I'm like, yeah, I am. He goes, oh, it's over here, and he leads me to it and helps me kill it. So okay. that was kind of cool. Instead of, you know, being killed in, in corpse camp, someone actually helped me out. That was <laughs> That's nice. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, if you want to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We're talking about FF14 and World of Warcraft's Legion. And uh, what FF14 could possibly stand to learn from Blizzard and World of Warcraft. Slugs in the uh, in the thing real quick says if people if it's a PvP server, which it is, you yeah. actually have to be careful of your AOE because your AOEs <laughs> will still hit like Alliance players. Ah, okay. Uh, let's go to our phone lines now and uh, talk to Arthur's. Arthur's, what's going on, man? Holy shit! Finally, man, I've been waiting for so long. Oh, oh! I know uh, since last since hey, last guys, week up, since man? last hey, guys, week. <laughs> Arthur's, thanks for joining us here on Limit Break Radio. Yo, so uh, how many wow, artifact so weapons have you finished? No, not 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 gonna <laughs> talk about that because uh, the last one, man. Actually, since Legion came out, I also kind of wanted to do a, a, a kind of a research myself, just like you know back then when I um, deep blade and so like for me. Every single time when uh, Final Fantasy fourteen goes to a very dry period, especially when um, we read and clear stuff fast, we usually I, I usually would take would take like the one month the last one month off to play something else just sure. to freshen up before the patch. So Blade and Soul was um, what I did in triple one. If you guys remember, so mm-hmm. this time it's World Warcraft, right? Because I want to do research, right? So, so, so well, uh, just yeah. the only reason. Well, uh, Arthur's, hang on. Let 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 us ask uh, your history with World of Warcraft. Is this your first time playing it, or have you played it before and are coming back to it? Uh, I played before very long time ago um, during the Final Fantasy Eleven days before ABC. Actually, no, not ABC. I don't remember. It was a very long time ago. Okay. It's just because I was trying to date this girl who explained World of Warcraft, so I played it. I'm not really into it, but I, I mean, when I, when I, when I play a new game, I use, I, I don't just play for fun. I usually go really deep into it. Like, sure. really. so even if it's one month, I fucking hardcore. I play every day, 10, 15 hours at least a day. This time for World of Warcraft, not that much different as well. So, I wouldn't. I, I, I kind of have seen through everything so far for Legion. So I've been waiting to uh, make this call and uh, talk about it. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna be biased. I'm not gonna be like saying eleven is better or uh, eleven suck compared to World Warcraft, vice versa. So you know, it, it, it can still be hitty. So I hope that you guys wouldn't mind. No, uh, of course, of course. But I mean, I guess you know, just what I was curious about is whether coming back to World of Warcraft, you had many resources uh, at your disposal. It sounded like you're coming back fresh. Uh, so, yeah. so, all right. So, coming back to World of Warcraft, completely fresh. What have you seen so far in your experience that you think that Square Enix could afford to learn from uh, Blizzard's development? Well, I really don't know where to start. So actually, I was taking <laughs> right? notes. When, yeah, when, when Kalo is talking about his experience, I actually did some, um, I took down some points so that we can uh, counter debate a little. Okay, let, let first things first. When I when I go in fresh, right, it's about leveling, right, obviously, because I need to get my yeah. new job. And also, I was, I'm going to try a new job, right, Demon Hunter. So when I, when I try leveling, basically, the leveling system, 
no difference from any other game. You can, I mean, they might, they, they actually even force you to do some really stupid shit. I'm pretty sure Kalo knows what I'm talking about. But at the end of the day, the leveling system is no different. Well, I actually, wouldn't say, unless yeah. you take into account, and I, I completely forgot about this because, you know, the leveling process, once you, you, you do it, it's gone, is that every single zone scales to your level now. So yes. when yeah. you start the expansion, you can go to any zone you want. And mm. when you reach 110, there's no low-level zone now. You're still yeah. in danger but, everywhere you go. Interesting. Yeah. But because if you want to proceed to the story, which then eventually unlock raids, etc., you have... It doesn't matter which island you start from. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which island you start from. By the time you get 110, you will then be caught upon to go to Surama and do that final continent right yeah at the end of the day it it doesn't matter if it scales i don't care whether it's fucking awesome it scales at the end of the day you have to finish all four just that you pick whatever uh, order you like which i mean maybe some people out there whichever piece of law you want to explore go for it by the end of the day it comes down to still have to complete these five continents it doesn't matter whether they scale because you will still be doing the same quest you will still be doing the same quest you will be doing the same fetching you will be still doing the same fishing same QX amount of mob travel to B after you finish this area just to proceed the story it's the same shit but I'm not like I say I'm not gonna say that this is something bad because this is just what modern MMO is already Robin is like that Blade and so is like that so this one is nothing special or not something that is bad, just something that sadly modern MMO is like that. We have to live with it. So leveling wise, simply put, nothing special, which mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed because being World Warcraft, I, after not playing so long, right? I really expect, like, holy shit, you know, maybe World, World Warcraft is like, you know, started out like, you know, during the 11th no, World of Warcraft was the first game to start stripping the <laughs> leveling elements out, as, ah, as far as I okay. could tell. I mean, but they... When I, was, when I was leveling my rook back then, it was not this simple. It was not this straightforward. Like, very long ago, though. That's fair. Even That's when, fair. I, that, that when it was level 50 cap. I mean, I mean it's, it's sort of... I'm I, not saying... I, I, I feel like it's sort of what you get when you streamline an already streamlined process. You know, it's yeah, just... Like, like, okay, well, you guys remember uh, something like Ion? It, it is the same. We still do quests, but back then, World Warcraft and Ion is still a little bit grinding. Like, you have quests to guide you, but some some gaps, some certain part of the level, you still have to grind it. But anyway... Well, me- me- mechanically, what he's talking about is true, but there's a bunch of things that they've still improved. There's voice acting everywhere now oh like even just that, normal that, quests that, and like yeah. little npcs yeah. and stuff they've embraced more of a narrative perspective in the questing so you don't feel like you're bored or even though you are doing the same shit over and over again that you've always been doing it's streamlined in a way that that makes sense they've cut out all the boring shit that doesn't matter okay. right all right uh yeah. so so all right that that kind of covers the the leveling let's talk about the meat of what is in legion because i, I from from all reports that i've heard uh Kahlo and and other folks as well is that this is an expansion that's very much focused on what you do once you get to level cap as opposed to the getting journey of, oh of, gosh, of getting yeah. there right exactly and, exactly. and, and that the, this is an expansion that supports an existing player base as opposed to try to entice a new player base into playing. Yeah, once you hit level cap, like, quests explode everywhere. Like, you don't know what to do. You are so overwhelmed by dungeons, by your world quests, by your class quests, and your order hall. It's massive. Now, one of the things that... No. 
No. no, it's not that bad. The first day is bad because, like you say, it everything unlocks. Mm-hmm. But once you go through the first cycle of World Quest, and and it, also I want to correct you when you say twelve hours per refresh of World Quest. I, I'm not, not sure exactly what it hours. is. Yeah, it's six hours. Every six hours, it refreshes World Quest. Once you once you understand that, you know what exactly what time. For me, I I actually in the first few days, right? I actually set alarm clock to wake up. To the world yeah, quest. I usually do my in world quest once day, a day. Yeah. Because, because, like you say, um, you know, because the most important thing when you get to level sixty is gearing up eight one zero or something like that to do heroic dungeons. Um, so that's why it's initially you would really feel overwhelmed with all the world quest. But once you do one cycle, once you are able to access the heroic dungeon, you realize that. I mean, only up till the last week, I think they start mm-hmm. to actually give you more gear higher than eight fifty. Yeah. So, when the, the, when the mythic weeks, dungeons unlock, which is a yeah. whole nother animal to talk about. Yeah. So before that, when you when 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 you first get one one zero in the first few days, you realize that you don't really have much choice to overgear because they kept, they kind of kept kept you like eight forty eight fifty rather than like now you can get eight eight fifty five. Well, you know, like Arthur's, I got to eight forty two without stepping into a single heroic or exactly. mythic. Exactly. That's what I want to cover next. You know. So. Once you do, once you know what to expect, you know what specific things to do. It wouldn't overwhelm you. Like right now, I'm already, I'm, I'm oh, already well, yeah. like item level eight. eight Obviously, 55. being overwhelmed is something that just happens at the beginning. And once yes. you actually get your yes. bearings, things make sense. But there's sure. still a ton yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. to do. Right. Yeah. That, mm, they okay, come no, on. They so, even made professions interesting. Oh, oh you're just mad because Reeves sucks. <laughs> Engineering sucks. Okay. Engineering's awesome still. You actually have to okay, quest so that, that, for your let's, recipes. That, let's talk about the dungeons. Can we can we like talk about the dungeons? This one I re- I'm really interested to cover. Can we talk about the dungeons? What, what about the dungeons? Okay. So before I play World of Warcraft, right, I received this feedback like, holy shit, you know, fin- uh, Final Fantasy fourteen dungeons compared to World of Warcraft dungeon is like World of Warcraft have like this time they have how many dungeons? Ten? Ten dungeons? Number of dungeons, so, yeah. Yeah, number of dungeons ten. So each let let just average one dungeon about four bosses. So you are talking about what forty bosses, right? While mm-hmm. Final Fantasy only have like what two dungeons and like what six bosses, <laughs> so you kind of feel you kind of feel that World of Warcraft have a lot, right? That I agree. Yeah. How much? Like, how much is that have to do with like resources at hand? Though? I mean, obviously Blizzard has been going at this a long time, and they're able to pour a lot of money into the monster that is World of Warcraft. I wonder how big the dev teams are compared to each other. Yeah. So, but the mechanics of the fight, though. Coming from Final Fantasy fourteen, me and uh, we we have like mm-hmm. uh, we have a few streamers that get together, uh, go into the same alliance and um, do the dungeons and raid. So, conclusion: the dungeon is fucking face roll. You can have forty bosses. The dungeon is face roll. One boss only had one mechanics, or maybe two. Maybe two. Okay, but you also have to remember that there are four different difficulties in these dungeons, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sort of. You got your normal one, which, yes, absolutely face roll. Even on heroic, it doesn't really change too much. It's just like a difficulty increase. But when you start getting into mythic, okay, bosses get new mechanics. And if you're going to start doing the mythic pluses, yeah, so four. On mythic plus, when you do a mythic dungeon, you get a keystone, okay? So keystone two gives every single... Every single monster in that dungeon, 17% health and damage bonus. At three, it goes up to 27. Up to 100% bonus at plus 10. Jeez. You can actually go up to plus 15, but it, camps, it caps at the 100. But that's not all. You also get what's called affixes, okay? 
At four, seven, and ten, you get a random affix, which is something like Sanguine. All monsters or non-boss monsters, when they strike you, give you a stacking debuff that does more damage and reduces healing done. There's one affix to where any overhealing done to the tank by a main healer spec, the overhealing heals the enemy that you're fighting. Well, now, but my question to you guys would be, is this something that Square Enix could mimic in their dungeon structure to give a, 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 a for example, to give a challenge to Nika, who has been asking for four-player challenging content dungeon for structure? over two yes. years now. Their dungeon structure? Yes. Dungeon structure, yes. definitely. Their reward yes. structure? No. This would not stand with the reward structure. Because the way that it works is the higher your Mythic Plus is, the higher item level gear you have. The more chance you have at that gear. Because at the end is when you get the gear. So Square Enix would have to look at what the reward, what the the, uh, 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 risk-reward factor there would be. Yes, which is something we've always said. That's, I think, Square Enix's biggest problem is when a patch comes out, you basically have two sets of gear for the entire patch cycle which means that you have uh, you have either two or one of two objectives for the the entire duration of that right patch. and even if you give harder objectives if it's still the same gear what's the point of doing it is that a bit, harder objective right that is a mm. bit yeah it's it's monotonous is what yeah, it is yeah i mean i've never yeah. thought that i would have so much fun doing the same dungeon over and over again or when it gets to the point where it's just so boring and face rolly why are we still doing but this? But the point is, is that in uh, that Blizzard has built in a reason to do it. Yes, and there's also a UI that tracks in your guild who has the quickest runtime because it's timed as well. The quickest runtime for the mythics of the week and the highest keystone. And at the beginning of the next week, based on what the highest keystone was you participated in, you get a chest with more gear rewards in it. Look, e penis measurement has always been an important part of MMOs. I'm, yeah, it's just it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all right. Uh, it, moving on from uh, from dungeons, Arthur's. Uh, what else do no, you? No, th- dude, I'm not that. I, oh. I mean, dun- I, I have a little bit more to touch on that. When when I say face roll, I don't mean the normal and heroic. I was exactly talking about mythic and mythic plus. The mythic and mythic plus is not that bad. It's still one or two. How mechanics. high have you gotten boss on mythic hit, plus? Boss might hit harder. The trash mobs, especially the trash mobs, is actually harder than the bosses itself. You know, it's all about CCing and killing, which I appreciate it because the World of Warcraft dungeon makes you. This is a this is a plus point, by the way. I feel that having the trash mob actually means something that actually cock blocks you to get to the bosses, which eventually turns out to be a one or two mechanic fight. Most probably, you, if you can handle the trash mob, usually you can handle the boss, and then you get rewarded. I like that, and also it feels that it feels to me like it's an actual dungeon rather than an FF dungeon. We just round everything up and anyway. So for me, that's a plus part. But for the bosses' difficulty, even for the mythic plus, which I agree that the, the, the higher you go, the more things, the more reward, the more things mechanics you see. But that is only, that only comes after you are geared, which then doesn't necessarily mean that What's the highest mythic plus that you've been in? Me? Uh, so far, just plus three. So far, just okay, plus so, three. Okay, so, so the yeah. second tier then. Yeah, you have 15 I, I to so. go see and you've only done come. three? I know, I know. No, dude, don't get me wrong. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not shitting on the mythic. Right? I'm just saying what I experienced so far, but... I can tell you that everything that comes in, once you do the dungeon once, 
it is not that when you get a new you haven't even gotten look, a fix yet look 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 again I, i'm i'm going to stress that our focus here today is not on the relative difficulty of the different versions right. of things that exist in okay. world of warcraft that's getting a little bit too granular what we're looking at are big concepts that world of warcraft has applied to their content that square enix could could genuinely benefit from and and take those concepts and work into their own content i i i, it's I mean not a world of warcraft show yeah like right. i i mean okay, okay. For, for for as interesting as the so, hard or not discussion is like that's bottom just line not, on dungeons then is that Square Enix is only giving us two per patch. If there was a way to increase the difficulty or or put little and the reason random, that and it seems like random re- effects into it. Well, yeah. the reason that they're only that we're only getting two per patch is that it does, and this is completely understandable. Is that they are a lot of work. You're creating new art assets or reorganizing yep. art assets from a previous dungeon and balancing new mechanics. So. I think that 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 Blizzard and World of Warcraft fine tuning the mechanics and giving you an option and also giving you a reason and weight to doing so is probably a pretty good structure. Has they've probably I, I have to imagine they've seen some very good returns on it, and I think that that is something that Square Enix mm-hmm. could mimic and would not end up creating a whole lot of work because you don't have to recreate assets. those things like art assets and and balancing mm-hmm. you just keep you you do what they've already been doing with other fights where they build a big hard version of it and then scale it down for uh you know for for easier yeah, versions. I mean, even when it comes to the rewards it's not like they're making new item sets for all of these it's the same exact item set it's the same look it's just the stats that are upgrading right and really that's all we care about i mean you had a perfect vessel for that idea with dia them. Sure. Yeah. And 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 that is that is important to mention that for as much as style is important, you know, glamour is the true end game. But that, you know, if you did have a stat reason more than just the difference between lore gear and raid gear to do other pieces of content, I think that that is a very compelling reason because every reason that we're given so far from Square Enix feels like eh, do it for this very, you know, for this cosmetic piece or for this cosmetic thing that doesn't really impact the balancing of the game and it, and it it does feel like a reluctance on Square Enix part to break the balancing that that they've built which I understand mm-hmm. but I think that they need to reevaluate that yeah I mean I'm surprised it's taken this long to give uh, astrologians the buff that they've needed to be honest yeah mm-hmm. no kidding uh, so let's talk about artifact weapons because this oh, is yeah, okay. this is this seems to be an area that again World of Warcraft did very well but has been in- incredibly unsatisfying in the FF14 yes. arena and when we first yeah. heard about this this is something that we criticized wow for oh let's just give everybody an Ashbringer then right so alright that, that, that kind of thing thinking sure i'm gonna give you that but no i have absolutely no complaints about it basically each class and in some cases i think certain classes kind of benefited more because like ashbringer or doomhammer like you have an actual lore weapon that has been in the game forever and that kind of weight's just so cool and then you see like the the hunter gun oh poor hunters it just looks so shitty but what's cool about it is uh so you upgrade it with something called artifact power which you find on various items through quests through world quests through all kinds of different stuff and at first, it's like, all right, you need 300 artifact power. Okay, now 400, 800, 1,200, 3,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Like, it jumps up super quick. That's very grindy. Like, it's like, holy no. crap. It's it, not no, okay. quite it, it is as, grindy, but 
But, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, what's good about it is it's not like an FF14 where you're going out specifically to just grind up your weapon. Right. Like I said, you get it through questing. You get it through a through whole dungeons, bunch of stuff. Yeah. Through you everything. Do, just you do it playing just the game stuff. gives it to you. You can Fair actually enough. focus on certain things that'll get it quicker, like sure. world quests and stuff it's like that. It's a little that. like Stardust for Pokemon Go. You just do stuff yes. in the game and you end up accruing yes. Stardust. Now, as you upgrade it, though, you actually have this... Uh, this UI that pops up on your weapon where there's like paths around your weapon. So you use this artifact to level up and actually change the way you play your class or give you new abilities and talents. So is it like a skill tree? Yes, it's a skill tree. That's exactly what okay. it is. And, and you can basically choose which way you go. Now, why this is important is at first you're proceeding around it pretty quickly. But when you're at the point where I am now, you're only getting like one skill point every few days or once a week, and it's only going to get worse. Sure. So you have to really decide like, all right, all these things are really great, but at what rate do I want them? And now you can't actually refund all of your points to redistribute them, but it is at a penalty. I don't know what the percentage is. Oh, okay. But I don't want to do but that however now. Though, however, though. By, by the way, this artifact system. If anything in in any if anything in Legion that I absolutely love is this fucking artifact system. This is fucking brilliant. I think uh, Kalo already covered a lot, but it gets grindy. But because uh, once you do a certain part of the quest, it, you can actually um, you know place work order to get artifact power, which you will then increase the amount of artifact power you yes, gain from if you do item. researches uh, yeah, you can like, increase the percentage you get from it huh. but like I was uh, uh, telling somebody uh, earlier it doesn't like I, uh, it was uh, Juxta he's like what? oh I'm just gonna wait till I get my percentage gained up higher okay fine but even though your percentage gain is increasing so is how much you need. Sure, so yeah. So even if you just think, oh, I'm going to wait until it's a thousand percent gain, it's kinda, you're still going to be so far behind, it's not going to catch you up. It's a way to offset how huge those... A little bit, yeah. Uh, no, yes, and really, yes. what it's mostly for is because you get the artifact, uh, there's a different artifact weapon per spec, right? And you can get all three of those over time. So all it is, is when you decide to pick up an off spec or your third spec, you can get that caught up quicker oh, rather wow. than leveling okay. your first right. one. That makes sense. Because if someone says to me, hey, switch to elemental spec for this fight. Okay, but instead of using my, you know, uh, 900 item level doom hammer, I'm going to have a 750 item level fist of the thunder god or whatever. That makes sense. That, ma that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I, I mean, I kind of like the idea. I also like the idea of having a skill tree. In there, because I think that that uh, for as much as Square Enix is trying to personalize the weapons by giving them some sort of personality for some reason uh, and and gives us the ability to somewhat customize them through the process. I feel like that's a much more direct way and gives you a, a like the sense of choice, like yes. real meaningful choice of uh, of where your skill tree is going to be. Advancing. I'm already doubting and actually kind of uh Disappointed, not disappointed. Uh, I've, I've, basically, I've had buyer's remorse with some of the talents that I've gotten because sure. there was one that I completely skipped over because I'm like, eh, that's not going to help me so much. And then I got it the other day in my AOE DPS, like almost tripled. Wow. Yeah, because of that one talent, and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> what else like did I miss now that yeah. I probably should have got to begin with? Yeah. No. I and and I think that you know when you create a skill tree and locking the decision, you know, you create a a, a position where you know you're making the player, you're forcing the player into a uh, into a decision and a progression path. And yeah, sometimes you know if if you make the wrong decision, you can have kind of gimped DPS for a little bit. But what's also nice is that they do allow you to respect so it's not so punishing 
not penalty, no, but no, the respect is a very how much something that AP you do you lose? Never consider. You don't you don't respect. It costs a lot of artifact power. It's basically like resetting the tree at the cost of a next level, which what Kalo already said that the next level is so much AP you would okay. never want to respect. So the further along you, you get, the choice, bigger penalty. Okay, I guess yes, that makes yes, sense. You have yeah. to stick with it. But however, though, at the end of the, I mean, this system is awesome because Final Fantasy XIV's grind is a bit. It is it's so grindy that you only get a reward if you don't do raiding at the end of the grind but for this system it's so good that while you grind you get boost and then even if you choose the wrong decision I know it, because I also make some wrong decision it hurts a little but if you look at a grand picture at the end of the day after this whole grind because this is supposed to because Legion the, the reason why this artifact system works so good in Legion is because this artifact is the only Correct me if I'm wrong. No, the this only weapon yeah. is the only weapon that you can get in this game. So the whole weapon system, how you how you deal damage, what type of uh, damage you're doing, what type of tree you're doing, all revolves this weapon. So but Final Fantasy is different. Final Fantasy animal weapon is a choice. Right. This one is kind of a choice in terms of your skill tree, but eventually you will complete it if you were to get your artifact power, do your dailies. Like, 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 yeah, just one the of the reasons that Final Fantasy XIV feels so grindy, like you said, is they come out with the next leg of the quest and you spend the next three months doing this and it takes so long and so much time of focusing just on that. Then you get your upgrade and the next week they're like, oh, here, now you can upgrade your lore weapon. Right. That's so, yeah. exactly yeah. the same. Whereas this one, it is your only weapon, so you don't really have a choice. Right. But at the same time, time it's every few days it's upgrading along with you so you're constantly seeing yes. the fruits of your labor as you go along but mm. does it does yeah, it so this is a super system this is really good this one is really good this but artifact system is really good does it make it feel a little bit ubiquitous because you know that every other player is also using uh oathbringer whatever I the fuck. I, maybe not really? <laughs> everyone's going to be specking it at least a little bit differently probably yeah, yeah. no i mean I, and and of no, course no, and that's only one spec if you would expect differently that means you, you, you choose the wrong path and then you just go cry in the corner but eventually it will even out though but yeah, but eventually I, it's I all going to be the same but no I, I get what I mean, you're saying and even, even with has... graphic changes and stuff like that but it's just like you know when I feel uh, like whenever we're on uh, uh, you know a current relic uh, uh, step or whatever mm -hmm. and everyone's running around with the same item or the same weapon or if you know the latest EX is out and that's the, the current yeah. you know the I current think that best that one is, I think that's a fair criticism I personally don't feel that way on my shaman because a I don't see a lot of enhancement shamans around for some reason even though they're pretty high up on on the uh, in the meta. Um, but I think just the fact that that it's Doomhammer, like which is one of the coolest lore weapons in my opinion, I'm okay with it. I think a lot of people still glamour their weapons into other things. Sure, yeah. I still can't. Even if I make a whole new glamour set that doesn't go with the color scheme, I still keep the Doomhammer because it's the Doomhammer and I have a fucking lightning axe in the other hand. Yeah, but when you have three people next to each other that are all wearing Doomhammers, it sort of <laughs> takes a bit yeah, of Yeah, no, you're, but, you're not wrong. It doesn't personally bother me, yeah. but, but, but that, that is also, a fair criticism. That also encourages people to then uh, check them and see how far along is their stat line. I don't think you can check other people's stat lines. Oh, you can't? Okay, okay. never mind. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I, I'm very interested in a relic system like that. I do think that, uh, you know, a lot of these, these are a lot of concepts that we had kind of talked about. Yeah, on, I didn't get any sleep last night because after the raid, I'm looking at my world quests, going to have time to do them, and there was 10k <laughs> worth of artifact power. That would have got me my next talent. Mm. So I'm like, all right, guess I'm not getting sleep. 
And then I was dying to like trash and stupid quests that I shouldn't have because I was so tired. So I just had to be like, oh. gotta pack it in, yeah. gotta tap out, gotta tap out. Uh, but, uh, but, but the, the world quest is, is, is at the end of the day, it's almost like a daily, except that no, you it, have your choice. Is, no, it is a daily, yeah. it absolutely is. But yeah, yeah they've just done it is. in a yeah. good way. Uh, all right, well, Arthur's, do you have any sort of like final thoughts? Any uh, any other big system uh, uh, stuff that WoW does that uh, you know Square Enix could afford to learn from? I would say this one really stands out for me. Uh, I'm kind of sitting on the fence here because I'm not sure which one I prefer after after trying the, especially the WoW raid, like uh, the Heroics raid. Like, okay, I, I might I, I might touch on a little bit of difficulty, but I try not to. But I just want to I just want to tell you the difference between the raid, and I, I'm really not sure whether which 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 one I'm I'm willing to take. Like for example, in Final Fantasy, right? Our raids is kind of like no trash mob. You go in and fight the boss, which right. is like. I would say average 10 minutes long. We may, maybe the last one is about 12 minutes long. And then you have a lot of mechanics, a lot of phases that is just on and on and going and going. It, I mean, for me, it's fine. I've been playing Final Fantasy for the last, what, three years, really. So for me, it's fine. But when I go into World Warcraft raiding, what, what, what interesting that I found out regarding the raids is the raids have seven bosses. Mm-hmm. But because, like I say, don't get me wrong, though. I'm not saying that they are really easy this time, though. The raid, the, the raid, the raid, because it's more people, more coordination. So in a way that even though right now because mythic rating is not out yet i can't talk about savage versus uh, mythic but the way i look at how mythic might be because guys are already out there already even mythic rating is not out guys is already out there and having done heroic and look at the mythic guides it feels like one boss is still going to have one or two mechanics but there's so many bosses and every bosses you get loot and then you progress you get loot another boss you get progress and then you fight the final boss so you also have, the, like I said, the very difficult trash mob in between. So for World Warcraft, the concept of raiding is a boss with one or two mechanics that you have to deal with 20 people and then you move on versus Final Fantasy with everything just chunking up on one boss. I'm not sure which system do I miss more or do I like. So you this know, one... Because, well, we've heard a lot about the way that World of Warcraft presents their raids. It's very different from the format that Final Fantasy ends up using. And, I mean, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that. Because I don't hear the same criticisms being thrown around about 14 or about wow that i hear about 14 where it's just corridors worth of trash and then a boss room that's a, you know a boss encounter in a circle room well actually arthur's i think that your perspective of that is very very superficial and only skin deep um i actually had a, a pretty lengthy discussion last night on stream about the differences between rating and ff and and wow and obviously you have the obvious stuff like wow presents it in a lot flashier way you know you have actual big huge Huge zones that are very, you know, in depth and comprehensive, and then you just have your corridor and your rooms sure. with Final Fantasy. But in Final Fantasy, when it comes down to rating, it's all about the jump ropes. It's about memorization yeah. and not taking damage. Like straight up, you must avoid as much damage as is humanly possible. And screwing up, like Nika was saying earlier, if you screw up in Savage on the Mind Blast or whatever, if it's not silenced one time, yep, you, you wipe. wipe. That's it. Yeah. Whereas but in that, that, World that of Warcraft, like a difficult, 
you, no, okay, you're right. The difficulty like, goes high. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if yeah. we've had that kind of discussion before, but yes, it's a different kind of difficulty, but they both have that difficulty. What's different with World of Warcraft is taking damage is part of the meta. It's not just straight up, don't take any damage. It's not right. about memorization. It's about working in, and, and not that Final Fantasy isn't about working in cohesion, but there's, I think there's more mechanics that, that sort of, support this idea of working in cohesion taking damage and figuring out where it's okay to do this and where it's not okay for example uh the boss ursak will charge someone and the further away you are the less damage it does but the more people he runs through the less damage it does so you have to put a group behind him and have the person being charged make sure they're in between so they get hit but then you have to rotate groups in and out because if you take that charge more than twice you will die. Hmm. Or when you look at the Heart of Corruption or Scenarius, there are so many ads everywhere that they cannot all be controlled by tanks. Your DPS, your healers will have stuff on them. So it also becomes part of a healer or a DPS's responsibility to know how much you can take, to know when to use your defensive cooldowns, to aid in healing as well. You know, Final Fantasy will sit here and be like, oh, healers only heal. No, they got a DPS too. Well, in World of Warcraft, if you have a healing move, you're going to be expected to help take care of yourself as well. Sure. So I think they both have their merits, but down at the fundamentals, they're different. But the mechanics you covered, though, I'm not the key. Those mechanics is just the very, You're very, right. very. You're right. This is mechanic. also the first but the, raid. But the, but the mechanics like you mentioned, like in Final Fantasy, if you were to make one mistake, you wipe. The, the raid in World of Warcraft, that that is also what it matters the most. Like there is some, like for example, the Nightmare Dragons. You, you know what I'm, you yep. know what I'm talking about. Other other people probably not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like it's a very simple tank swap mechanic. But if the tank doesn't know what to do for that specific key mechanic, it doesn't matter if there's ads around the room where, like you say, some people have to help soak this. Some people tanks well, can't do everything. Yeah, it's but still raining as a basic though, the concept. So they do still though. share some ideas, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, for, I'm not going to talk about the difficulty. What I'm just expressing is how I feel about the yeah. rating in both games. I'm actually fine with both games. So, although I would, I, I mean, coming from a very old MMO player till date, I actually kind of miss this so-called, like, 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 like you say, a, a grand setup. Final Fantasy One boss is okay, is cool. I like it, but actually, I'm kind, I'm, kind, I, I, I kind of more leaning towards. Can you imagine if, if Final Fantasy can make? A raid like World Warcraft with maybe the same difficulty as their boss. I think that would be good, but at the same time, I don't think it would be well well. No, resetted. no, I think that uh, exactly. I think that the way that they approach raids and the mechanics are too different to necessarily adapt yeah. that. What I think Final Fantasy should take from World of Warcraft's raiding is the way that they present it, and that's I think, what I was kind of focusing yes, on. Yeah, and I think that yes. they have a great start with the Weeping City of Makah, right? I mean, the first whole part of that zone up until before you go into Ozma's area, and even Ozma's area is so cool. I was a little disappointed yeah. with uh, Callista Fairy's little room. Right, right, right. It seemed yeah, like yeah, yeah. more of the same. But just this idea of having this entire huge zone that's all put together cohesively. But here's the thing, though. Even with even with Macaque, you had the same problem where... Each- <laughs> Where I have a lot of problems with your cock. I know. Yeah. Uh, Where you had the same. I don't have any problems, Daddy. You had the same problem. God, stop it! You you say something just to say that. Ugh. (laughs) You had the same problem where you're going through corridors worth of trash to get to a boss room, and I think. It just in concept, like with you saying, like they dump you into the middle of a zone. 
much in the same way, like kind of similar to how Diadem is is sort of structured. I think I'd like to see some kind of content that's presented in that same way where you're dumped into a zone and that it doesn't feel like there's some sort of linear progression path that Mm -hmm. you have to take, but that you're put into a zone and that choices are laid out before you. The problem with Diadem is that nothing that you did in that zone felt satisfying. There wasn't really any choice. Yeah, you're going and popping dinosaurs. Like, can you imagine if Diadem was a more intricate zone that that felt like it was telling you a story as you were progressing? That's the other big thing. Like, every single boss within the Emerald Nightmare is present in lore somewhere. You know, yeah. there's Ursok, the bear god that was corrupted in important. Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. Whereas you go into Weeping Cinema Con, okay, I got a spider, I have this dead guy. Ozma had some cool lore behind her. Right. And mm-hmm. then you have Callista Fairy, which is just, I guess, a demon thing. Yeah. Well, no, we talked about the lore, about how it was a... a wasn't it like a mutated person who stayed behind uh, not, you know, the one person who didn't get um, wiped away in the flood? Right. Like, there was okay. actually a lot yeah. of lore to help. But it would have been nice if, because I, I assume to find that you really have to dig deep for it. It's not just like presented to you. Like as you're fighting Ursoc, he's like, you know, yelling shit at you and talking about stuff. And the same thing with Cenarius. So there's actual like dialogue between bosses and stuff going it's on during. It's sort of like if, if Forgal had been introduced earlier and we got like a preview of him in a, in a cut scene or something. Right. And then we got to face off with them that would have felt a yeah, little bit more satisfying exactly from like a narrative perspective mm-hmm. i could see that uh arthur's thank can you I, oh go no, ahead can yeah. I make just one last point one yep. last point regarding the goods and bads okay um okay uh, back to the legendary i'm not sure i'm not sure like you guys were talking about the wow factor when you see somebody legendary but like for example in final fantasy 11 when you see somebody with a relic when you when you see somebody with a really good piece of HQ gear back then in the days like an Armada Halberg, you'll be like, holy shit, right? That wow yes, factor, right? The FF11 right. relic for, was a whole yeah, nother for, monster. Yeah. Yeah. For Warcraft wow factor, like legendary. I was expecting that legendary is something that comes from raid or a very difficult, like a, a, a mythic plus 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 like 15 dungeon. But I was a little bit disappointed that it comes from like, uh, like random stuff like that anybody could eventually and, get it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but, sure. And, and suddenly, it, it is not a wow factor anymore. To me, it is like, okay, you know, actually it's funny. You that's, know, so that, far, the people that we check with a legendary gear turns out to be people who is fucking bad. And that's, I'm like, that's, I'm super that's salty possible, right now. Right. Know, until now, playing so much, I still have a legendary. And then it, it doesn't feel like a but wow look, factor that's, me, but, that, but that's obviously, but, that's obviously Blizzard placating to the we wants. That's right. That's, that's right. Blizzard. However, said, though. But yeah. I'd like however, to point though, out that you are still getting salty as fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> but however, though. The system regarding getting, um, like you say, the Titan Forge uh, system, like you can either get an 840 or an 855 or even an 895 that's not uh, legendary or even a legendary. I like that system. I, I hope that Final Fantasy rating one day, for example, I just take for example, like the Midas we have right now, we have like what, 240 Midas gear, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't we say, like, rather than people, like, now you even have a token system. So eventually people will get what they want. How about we have a system like WoW like that? Like, okay. Today I clear turn two. I get uh, minor, my, minus minus go, uh, go, goggle of scouting, which is two forty. Is it possible? Maybe this wow system can come into Warcraft. Like okay, maybe next week I get the same go- goggles, 
but it's actually item level 245 yeah that'd be uh, great to have that kind of thing it would add up yeah, a lot of variation into Final Fantasy yes. and it would make running so, things again worth it yeah exactly, and this is exactly, exactly. what so we'd suggest yeah. yeah yep yeah, so, uh, Arthurs, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate hearing from you every time we do. Uh, again, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Arthurs, and uh, make sure that you sub to his channel. Uh, and uh, Arthurs, I'm assuming you're going to be back in uh, Eorzea as of Tuesday. Yeah. yeah? Yes, yes, yes. All yes. right. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, man. Initially, I thought initially I thought when the show is about 14, and wow, I'm like... I, I, I thought that we would be talking about like difficulty and the community but that eventually we are to- just talking about the good and bad so I kind of yeah, it, at the beginning I, I, yeah, it's, I'm sorry it, about that no 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 it's cool man I, I mean because you know difficulty is definitely uh, something that is considered but I think that Square Enix's biggest problem is not the difficulty presentation of their content because that seems to be right on with Savage it's the problem has been the reward and also the presentation of the content and that's what Blizzard seems to have gotten so right with Legion. And so I think that's where the biggest comparison can be drawn and the most value can be had out of the discussion. So, Arthurs, of course, we uh, we always uh, appreciate having you on and hearing from you. Again, twitch.tv slash Arthurs. Make sure that you go and follow him, sub to his channel, and uh, again, going to be in uh, Eorzea as of Tuesday. Thanks, Arthurs. Yo, thanks, guys. Have a good day, man. Yeah, oh, you by too. the way, Anika, congrats on the baby. Just joking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Owned. Uh, uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. Uh, slash Discord. We've only got about 15 minutes left in the show. So if you call up, make sure that uh, your point is nice and organized in your skull casing. And short. Succinct. Yeah. Uh, so I, does that cover just about everything in terms of, of that we can see right now? Yes. The only other thing that I'm curious about, and we won't really know what it is uh, until Tuesday comes, is how Squadron compares to the class hall. OK, now okay. now this is something that Juxta was originally really excited about. I don't know what his feelings on it are now, but WoW has always said they don't want to do class specific stuff because then only a tenth or an eighth of the population would would get to experience it based on your class. Now, I don't think they take into account the fact that people play multiple classes, but essentially what it comes down to is that you take on a leadership type role among the main faction of whatever class you are. So as a shaman, I'm now the leader of the earth and ring. Like okay. all steps down. He's like, you take control. Okay. You're now in control of uh, my storyline was that I had to go around and unite the four elemental lords of Azeroth to help us fight against Legion. You have to do various quests, blah, 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 okay. blah, blah. You then recruit champions. So major lore figures like uh, Rhaegar Earth Fury, who's like the hero of the storm or Rhaegar Targaryen. <laughs> Walls. And <laughs> And, and you can sometimes some of them you can take out with you to adventure, but you send them on missions at your class hall. They have like different types that counter things in the mission, increase success chance, and they bring back uh, loot, artifact power, quest items, uh, you know, all kinds of gold. stuff. Gold. You upgrade them. You increase their item level as they level up. They go from being like a common to rare to epic to Sorry, uh, yeah, rare to epic. So right now, like, two of my guys are purple. Okay. You can put equipment on them that increases them. So it sounds kind of like what... It sounds similar. Right, yeah. what might be going on in Squadron. So right. I'll be excited to see that. But really what it's going to come down to is the stuff that they bring back to me in WoW I need, right? I need those equipment things or their item level increases. I need the artifact power. 
if you're just going to bring me more fucking materia or chubs hey, or hey, stuff that I don't they're need. They're going to bring you back the best fish. The best. The big giant ones that are going to take up all seven slots. That's right. I can't even put my Ew. chub in the fish tank. <laughs> it's really depressing to me. I'm putting piranhas in there. So just in case, just in case you do put your chub in there, it's the last thing anybody will put in our aquarium. I just want a Dratini for mine. I just want them to give everybody wyverns. Don't worry. I'm sure the Pokemon and FF14 crossover is on the way. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Can we get Magikarp for my aquarium? You know what I want from squadrons? I want to be able to go into dungeons or out into the field with squad mates. Well, if that's they add what that, just that. Please coming or please look forward that's, to it. That's that's what coming. <laughs> please coming. I thought they said they coming. were going to think of some way to implement that. Yes, yeah, that I, is coming. I thought but, that is something that they were working but on. But I wonder if it's going to end up being like deploy your squadron to the dungeon, they will bring you back a weapon from said Yeah, dungeon. maybe. It could be. It could be. Uh all right, let's go back to our phone lines. We've got Torquil rather dashing hanging on. What's up, Torquil? Hey guys. What's up? Nice to finally talk to y'all. Yeah, thanks um, for calling. I wanted to talk about, yeah, I wanted to talk about some stuff that uh, 14 teams could learn from WoW. I think my my big issue is um, the kind of the, the scale, the scope of Aorzea doesn't increase um, well, during it, an expansion cycle. It so didn't. Th- well, at, at that's... I think that's a little unfair to say about Heaven's Word because we knew coming back into 2.0. First of all, in 1.0, we never had anything north of Corthus. We never had access to Ishgard. We never had any of that. So that they needed to pay off on that, first of all. We needed to go to Ishgard. We needed to be able to flesh out the no. areas around Corthus and north of Corthus. So I think you misunderstood. Okay. Uh, you know, so I meant like during Heaven's Word, like between 2.0 and 2.55. Oh, okay. And more than likely, 3.0 and 3.55, we get no new zones, we get no new raids. Yeah, okay. It's, it, we're in the same spots the whole time. It, that's, Whereas in WoW, that's fair, yeah. You get new zones, yeah. And, the, and my biggest thing is, you get new raids and new environments. Like, what really sucks, and I think is part of the reason Heaven's Word felt so stale, uh, was because. You know, the day Heavens were launched, we knew that, you know, the raid we're getting tomorrow, over a year later, because we knew it was just going to be Alexander Part 3. And I think it would be Mm -hmm. way more engaging if um, we had one slightly bigger raid with a a great self-contained story. And then we could look forward to something new. Even that's a, uh, even right, when it, that's a great fucking point, Torquil. Even when it comes to dungeons, we get one rehash as yeah, a hard mode. Right. And even the new dungeon is still aesthetically the same as what we've been seeing. The only thing that's sort of been a mystery is what we were going to get out of Void Arc and Weeping City. Not even that. Okay, yeah. Vo- you're right. Void Arc, Weeping City, that whole kind of raid uh, extension. We don't know where the third part of that is going. That's, that's fair. But... <laughs> Torquil's point Torquil's point of uh, you know the fact that we knew it was a predetermined conclusion Alexander that yeah that right now we would be getting the third leg of Alexander I think that that's a great point and something that never even really occurred to me because we had the same thing with Binding Coil we we sort of didn't know what to expect because we didn't know what to expect from the raid environment from Square Enix so that was kind of unknown but the minute that you have had this this sort of uh, you know, the, the 
um, the, the regiment around mm-hmm. your, uh, you know, your raid environment. And you you say, hey, yes, we're going to continue that on into the next expansion. And then you get, you know, Alexander part one, part two, part three. That is very underwhelming. Especially that is very when you, boring. When you compare the entire raid life cycle of Final Fantasy 14. So Alexander one, two and three, four bosses, 12 bosses total. Right. The, not even the first patch of World of Warcraft. Just Legion dropping has two raids. One of them isn't open yet. But between those two raids, you have 14 bosses. That's all, already more than 14 has in an entire expansion cycle, unless you count looking for raid, then there's another four now, now, or 12. Now, now Torquil, I, I'm gonna, I, I, I want to ask you a question. If the three raids were completely disconnected from each other, right? Like if, if we got mm-hmm. Alexander for one, you know, for one update and that was, Alexander was complete in those four legs and then we moved on to the next thing. Like if they had done the warring triad and presented it in a raid structure Similar to how they're presenting Alexander, right? The end of each raid leg, you faced off against one of the warring triad. Would that be as satisfactory or even more satisfying than what we currently have with Alexander and this, this you know, uh, uh, trisected uh, raid structure? I think, I think it would be more satisfying. I think part of the issue now is you build up all this emotional investment to do these cliffhangers and then it's three months and interest kind of wavers off. Whereas if you went through all of the process of the warring triad in one slightly extended go, that you can build up that, that hype into like that, that narrative interest into like a much bigger crescendo and have these great epic kind of endings to it. And, and it wouldn't be sort of like a pre, uh, you know, like a a, a predisposition. We know where we're going to yeah, end up. A, a preconceived notion right. that, yeah, uh, part three is just going to be, you know, part three of this leg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 really to that end, we don't know where the third part of Void Arc is going. So they, we do know that they are able to present that 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 sort of structure. But even if it wasn't necessarily intertwined, if they were, if they operated independently from each other even from a narrative standpoint uh is that still still something that you're good good with yeah i think actually having i think it would be great to have maybe you have one raid series and maybe it's the 24 man maybe it's not you know either way yeah that is is semi-connected like the void arc one right where but but in such a way that we don't know the exact location we're going to go right the environments are different um, that would be great, but then have, um, you know, even if we had a, another raid structure similar to that, but we were going to different types of places that, you know, and here's kind of the trick, just like with like a movie trilogy, right? Like yeah. this, ideally the stories are all relatively self-contained, yeah. but they can link together into this bigger epic. And sure. I think that's fine too. Well, and especially if, if uh, like with Alexander, you're going to be lifting those hard requirements to get from one, le- you know, one leg to the other. You know, they 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 removed you know, that with, uh, you know, with uh, 
introducing story mode where you have to beat the first leg to be able to get to the second leg. You know what I think their problem is, and, and, and I could be wrong, but just you know, trying to, to theorize this, you have the binding coil, and they wrote a story within that. Right. You have uh, Alexander, they wrote a story within that. You right. have uh, the, the, the Circus Tower, or whatever whatever it was, and they put a story crystal within tower, the yeah. Crystal Tower, and they yeah. put a story within that. Sure. It's like they're choosing where they want to go first, and that's dictating the story. And, well, yeah, the Binding Coil story was fine. Um, uh, the Crystal Tower was a little lacking. And, obviously, Alexander people have found to be a little bit lacking. Maybe what they need to do is figure out what their story is first. Sure. Write that with no restrictions, yeah, right? That yeah. way you know you're getting a great narrative. You're getting characters. You're getting plot points. You're getting all this awesome stuff that you know people are going to be in. And then design the raid around that. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I mean, any I think really anything to shake up the structure of the presentation at this point is going to be to Square Enix's benefit. Thanks, Torque Will, for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, we are just about at the end of the show here today. But before we shove off, let's check out what's going on in the FFFL. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Week number seven of the FFFL is officially in the books, and what a week it was, because as of now, there is only one remaining undefeated team. More on that as we dive right into our results for the week. The Melusine Marauders scored a major win, taking down the previously undefeated Chickabos. The addition of Kooky Persona to their lineup proved to be their ace in the hole. With the win, they advanced to 3-4 and four and a third-place tie in the division. Go the loss brings the Chickabos to 6-1. and one. The Balam T-Rexars parted ways with Hildebrand this week, signing Prish to their squad. Unlike the Marauders, the addition did not work out as they lost for the second time this season to Titans Banana Hammock. They fall to 3-4 and four while the Banana Hammocks advance to 5-2. and two. The Super Senpai Megaforce continues to roll, crushing Beambo USA in another lopsided victory. They go to 7-0 and while Beambo stays consistent and falls to 0-7. And, and speaking of 0-7, the Red Wings took another loss this week as they fell to the Verminion Lords. The Verminion Lords are now 3-4 and as they try to make up ground in the second half of the season. Lastly, El Negro Grande suffered another close loss at the hands of the Edelweiss Avengers. After completing their season series, the, to- the total margin between the two games stands at merely 8%. El Negro Grande stands at 2-5, and while the Avengers go to 6-1. and On our waiver wire this week, we will be looking at Hildebrand, Orsifant, Bosch, Iroha, Vanille, Mog, Cecil, Godbert, the hero from Final Fantasy Adventure, and oh god, Hovernyan. Who's that? Uh, Hovernyan is a, well... He's the best character in the world. He's floating right next to me. How is that from Final Fantasy? That's from Yokai. What are you talking about? He's right next to me. He's in Final Fantasy XIV. He's a Yokai Watch character. He doesn't count. In Final Fantasy XIV. He is in Final Did Fantasy. Did Juxta pay 14. you to include him on the waiver wire? Pay me. Uh, he just said put him on the waiver wire. Oh, jeez. Is that all it takes? <laughs> Probably, yeah, wait. So yeah. I can tell you to put anybody and you'll just do it? If you can legitimately say why they're there, sure. Put a Nero on the waiver wire. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the waiver wire order for this wait, week. Can will you, be. Wait, wait, wait. Can you actually draft people who manage other teams? That doesn't seem We right. drafted Juxta last year. Yeah. Last was, year, Juxta mm. simultaneously won and lost the Hyper Bowl. It's true. <laughs> yeah. The waiver wire order for this week will be Papa Woody, Gordor, Mad Hatter, 
Surin, Aniro, Nika, Juxta, Kalo, Malkithera, and Escalia. And our matchups for this week, we'll see Titans Banana Hammock travel to the Wolves Den in Limsa Laminsa to take on the Melocene Marauders. The Edelweiss Avengers put their 6-1 record on the line as they head down to the Blom Garden Training How Center. How is that putting it on the line? For a match you with your exiles. I'm going to win. You don't, oh, you don't okay. even know it. All right. Angry from their first loss of the season, the Chickaboos hit the road to Castle Baron and will take on the thus far winless Red Wings. El Negro Grande, meanwhile, will descend into the Chaos Shrine to square off with the still undefeated Super Senpai Megaforce. And lastly, the Verminion Lords, sponsored by All City State Chocobo Insurance, will travel down to Quarry Mill to take on the hapless Beanbow USA. Experts have stated that uh, for years that it's impossible for a team to go winless in a parody-driven league like the FFFL, but lo and behold, we have two teams this season who appear to be in a desperate bid to prove the naysayers wrong. For your weekly update in the FFFL, check out LimitBreakRadio.com this Tuesday night. That's right. That's where all of the voting takes place. Also, you can follow at Limit Break Radio on Twitter. Make sure that you get involved and vote for who you want to win in this week's FFFL matchup. Thank you, Escalia, for that. And uh, I think that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you're listening on the podcast, happy update day. But uh, also make sure that you head on over to Limit Break to uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Hit that follow button and join us live on Sundays. We start here at 1 p.m. on Sundays. Uh, so uh, if you want to be a part of our live audience, call the show live. Hang out with us in Eorzea. All of that good stuff. You can uh, do that by joining us live here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio uh, at 1 p.m. on Sundays. Also, we want to uh, share with you that uh, we have finally uh, finalized the plans for our fan fest after party <gasps> we are going to be having it at the rock house in las vegas it's uh, not far from uh the paris we'll uh, bring the rock you bring the roll so thank god it's in las vegas <laughs> so uh we we ask that uh you know that uh, you know you keep an eye out on our facebook page we're going to be sharing the event as well as uh, more info at our website that's at limitbreakradio.com uh uh, but uh, yeah, all of the uh, you know the the cover cost and all of that stuff uh, that all of that will be uh, in a couple of weeks or next week we'll we'll have more info on that so you can make your plans for what you want to do on Friday night of Fan Fest. We hope that you'll come join us and celebrate ten fucking years of podcasting. By the way. I want to send a huge shout out and thank you to Kooky Persona, who put a lot of this in line. She did a lot of the legwork on putting this event together. So thank you, Kooky, for all of your hard work, as well as answering our phones and uh, doing what you do in the chat room. We really appreciate your hard work here, Kooky. So uh, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio. Uh, Kahlo, uh, I want to thank you for uh, your assignment in Azeroth and... uh, quit so yeah. now your assignment's yeah, over you're, you done, you're, done. you're yeah. done you can come back to 14 now right okay sure yeah <laughs> so uh yeah you're 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 done yeah yeah yep yeah mm-hmm. uh, okay so no more streaming it you, you don't need to stream right. it anymore right uh it's time to time to come back on to reset tuesdays hey i was gotta, there last reset tuesday where were you uh <gasps> you were working and that's okay yeah that's yeah. fine yeah where were where were you, Nika? Where were you uh, 
Um, uh, I Scalia. told you I'm taking Where a class you, every Papa? Tuesday night. Though. I haven't logged in in a while. So. Yeah, I was doing FFL. I reset stream every Tuesday until I December. I carry I'm my weight, class, so I won't be here. Actually, technically, I think I was still putting the show together on Tuesday. So. Yeah, that, that, that's fine though. The point was. You were contributing to LBR. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So. I mean, you carry this thing. <laughs> oh, shit. Says the guy who hasn't been here in like three But I've been doing weeks. stuff. <sighs> Have you? Yeah. I still need two more quests for the quarter for and What are you quest. doing? Get off your phone. You can't. Oh, right. Sorry. I can, I can do these world quests afterwards. It's fine. There's the, the Legion app. If you, dude, if you were catching Pokemon, I that would be forgivable. But, I mean, it's time to put the WoW stuff in a box, put it away, it's done. How do you do World Quest on your we, phone? We did the episode. It's done now. Okay. Yeah, it's done. Okay. We're, we're good. Okay. We don't need WoW anymore. Okay. Okay. We're, so we're on the same page then? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to wrap up the Battle.net account. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, not the account, because I No, not the Overwatch. account. Yeah, yeah, right. I get that. So, okay. Yeah, but... You're going to just close it, right? Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Delete the character. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, our, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's really going to do it. <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> I don't believe that. You know, a few people have questioned when I, when I log in, when I like bring it up. Yeah. It says account name, a Nero on there. Oh, really? Remember? Yeah. Because I gave my account to, was it Larry, I think? And then when I wanted to play again, you're like, oh, I'm never going to use my account ever again. Yeah, take it. So I'm actually playing on a Nero's account. Yeah. Is that my Battle.net ID too? Or? No, no. Okay, I don't know how any of that yeah, shit Because works. the Battle.net ID came in later. later? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I did have a character. Does my character still even exist? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. You probably raided that long ago. Uh, he was on a different server, so no. Oh, okay. But I did delete him. I was Because why? Is there Was there even a reason to delete him? Mm. Or you were just like, yeah, this is trash. Maybe it was level maybe, 27. Maybe, so. maybe a little bit of that and a little bit of like, you know, this is just to remove the taint from the account. <laughs> I tried to change the actual account name, no, too. No, you can't but do it that. Let me do that. No. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. Yep. All right. That's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. We appreciate you hanging out and having an awesome time. Again, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio to join us live. LimitBreakRadio.com for the podcast. That's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. I want to thank my crew, of course, Kooky Persona, who's been answering phone calls, and Papa Woody hanging out in the background, getting us uh, drinks and uh, being an awesome intern. Uh, we also do want to thank our uh, seasonal rehired intern, Scroat, a.k.a. Cockrings, uh, for doing nothing today, but constipating up our chat room with bullshit. <laughs> Do we have a new song that he can work on? Nah, well, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, of course, I want to thank my crew, Kala Landis, Juxtaposition, Escalia Rayumasa, and Mika Kayanian. I'm Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Kahlo Landis. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaver, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, Dark Flux, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. 
to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 